0: Morelia Python Radio with your hosts, Eric Perk and Owen McIntyre.
1: Good evening, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Morelia Python Radio. Tonight, we are having another Carpet Python Roundtable. Oh, and I'm echoing in the background there.
0: Are you? Yeah. No,
2: Plus I am
0: too. I'm It is plugged in. Uh, It is completely plugged in. I don't understand where that is coming from.
2: Not doing this. Oh
0: dear!
1: It's off the rails. Oh
0: shit! Already, already.
1: Uh, Jesus. No. Um. Oh man, that's really
3: hmm. bad. Hang on.
0: All right. Better or worse?
1: I don't know. It only happens when I talk. Hmm. I don't hear it now. Okay. Uh, a little bit. I, I hear it very faintly.
0: I just unplugged it and plugged it back in, so that's whatever. <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh,
0: shit. That was that was how I figured
1: it out. So. <laughs> that fixes it. Okay. I know, that's right?
2: right? If that doesn't work, I'm going to hit it. So. All right.
1: All right let's go. So uh, tonight uh, we have a carpet python roundtable and uh we have let's see we have a new lineup a new lineup cuz we need a passion tonight oh and i needed passion <laughs> i needed brought to the table We need to get this shit cleared up we got riley uh from riley's reptiles who's been on the round table multiple times um he uh he uh, is the i guess he's the founder yeah i think he's the founder of the uh carpet python Discussions Facebook group page. Uh, Mm
3: -hmm.
1: Our good friend Scott Borden, Um, he is also here, Um, a connoisseur of jungles, if you will. Uh, And we have a new voice to the show, Brandon Wheeler of Morelia House. Um, And tonight we're going to talk about the hot topics uh, around the Morelia world Uh, and carpet pythons at the moment. so there's more and more keepers that are coming in the world of carpet pythons, and mm-hmm. more morphs than ever before. Uh, I mean, we've talked about this before. Back in the day when we started out, there was jag, tiger, and granite. That's it. Tri stripe, <laughs> and that was it. It Was all you yeah. got. There was you had yeah. to make do with those. Yeah. Um, so now we. we we're past. Well, we're not past, but you know, the hot topic of uh, past discussions would be, you know, is my jungle pure, is my coastal pure, mm-hmm. blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. But now right. we're running into issues where morphs um,
2: are Puring starting morph. to.
1: Uh, not just the purity, but uh, if you are actually saying uh, that you have a uh i don't know let's say caramel it's a super caramel and how do you know it's a super caramel because the the gene is so variable and you know Mm -hmm. you can have one that looks like a super caramel and uh it turns out not to be so in a few years from now we could have some very upset carpet python keepers breeders out there um so what do you do and there's a lot of uh debate that went around on, on this topic and a few others, uh, topics yeah. that we'll hit on as we go through. Uh, but, um, I don't know, but it's before we get go, it, I get, is Chris coming on? You he, know should if be. He, he What's, should in, be.
0: what's his area code? Uh, Maryland, if that helps. So I probably doesn't. So,
1: um, <laughs> 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 I, I I don't have shut all up, the me- shut. Up, shut up! I don't have all <laughs> the area
0: codes up, memorized you, in my head. Shut the hell up! Just shut the hell up! <laughs> shut up! All right. He's a four eight four number. Uh, all the bad numbers are four eight four. God damn it!
1: No, I don't have them. All right all right, all right, all right, hang on, hang on, All right. In the meantime, um, Fall, I, won- <laughs> I want to. Uh, we'll talk about Tinley Park real quick. Um, this weekend was Tinley Park. He's 484, you said? I did. Okay. Before we get into <laughs> Tinley Park. Man, we're screwing it up, man. This is a no, rough start. No, oh, a we're rough not. Start. No, it's fine. It's fine. Keep going. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's bring Chris on because he's got an update for us on the uh, legislation that uh, we were talking about uh, a couple weeks ago in Arlington, Virginia. Um, so let's hear what's going on with that real quick. What's up, Chris? How's it going? Hey, how's it going? Alright, yeah, what's I'm the surviving. update, man? <laughs>
0: yeah, please tell. Uh
3: little good, little bad. Uh I would say mostly good. Um they kind of tried to uh shit can us this weekend. If you saw I put a post up before the weekend saying that everything got forwarded to April twenty second. Um that was a notification we had gotten from the county. Uh fortunately Uh, Greg Costanzo and uh, Dave Riston uh, showed up anyway and called us first thing in the morning to say they were actually taking public comment after we were told they weren't. Uh, So David and I kind of rolled out of bed and hopped on the road and made it just in time. Um, So there's going to be a few changes in their proposal uh, some of those things, we're going to try and get on a little bit next week if we can to actually give some further direction, but I just wanted to keep it fresh in everybody's head. Um, mm-hmm. Their proposed change was instead of a four-foot length, they've moved to 10 pounds, um, which I'm glad to see they're flexible, but as you know, 10 pounds doesn't really do us favors. No. Um right. And they also suggested something along the lines of registering your animals or having a permit system, uh, which I'm also in disagreement with for, you know, several other reasons we can get into later. Uh, But then we found out in person this permit system or registration is only a grandfather law for people currently keeping animals and that you cannot obtain any new ones. Uh, So we're really not much further than we were with the four-foot law. Uh, but the good thing is nobody had a plan. They were all confused and they were all conflicting each other. Speaking of the five board members,
2: mm-hmm.
3: um, two of them seem like, uh, they're kind of leaning towards our side. Matter of fact, one of them uh, got up and said, you know, I have a picture at home of me with a hundred foot snake around my neck. 10 pounds is nothing. This doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Uh, so that was pretty exciting. Uh, there's another guy that, you know, David and I had met with previously, uh, who was pretty positive and offered us some advice. Um, there's another woman, uh, who's willing to hear us out. And then there's two that are probably swaying towards, uh, the other direction. Um, good news is we pushed everything off to June. So now we're looking at June 17th, um, the impact from everybody here really made the difference. We we got over 400 letters sent in. Jeez, that uh, yeah. is good. Wow, yeah, that, that's that's excellent, and that actually made them think. Otherwise, uh, I think they would have been quick to make a fast decision, like they did back with the venomous ban. Right. Um, and they made that decision in one day, and basically said we didn't have to think twice. Right. Uh, So there's definitely some positive here Um, We're kind of looking into some different things now Some different suggestions we can do with them Uh, There's open door meetings on Mondays We've been trying to attend all of those To get one-on-ones with the different board members Um, Most of us weren't able to make this most recent one But we actually had two uh, uh, Two Arlington residents attended Monday And uh, actually made some good ground uh, With this woman Almost to the point of uh, her questioning whether or not we thought it's a good idea to just squash it all together because we're fixing something that isn't broken.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Um, so I was kind of surprised to hear that. Um, that's good. Yeah. But we're working on some some different things. There's a there's a local attorney in uh, Maryland that's given some feedback associated with USARC. Uh, a lot of other uh, good guys down there that helped us fight on the state level uh, with David. Uh, this is really all new to me. I had no idea about all these small county ordinances and all this different stuff. Um, so it's it's kind of crazy. Uh, but I'm also impressed that they're actually listening to us. So it is mm. definitely not time to quit. Um, you know, we're going to work on some things this week. But hopefully Tuesday uh, for next week, we'll have some more details uh, so that everybody can contribute again. Uh, I'd really like to to keep seeing the letters and stuff coming. But I think we should. Wait until we can provide some direction of what to say, because just saying we oppose the ban at this point it probably isn't isn't getting them too far um, until we have some some specifics of what we're actually opposing. Now, uh, since they tried to lay out some diagram for us, right? That makes sense. So,
0: so cool. Obviously, you're still fighting the good fight, and I did see you and David at the uh, Havitor Gray show in Maryland, handing out flyers and talking to breeders down there. Um, hopefully some of the bigger name guys that are in the area uh, show up and help you guys out, even though, even if they're not in that County. So.
3: I mean, I hope so. I mean, I, I'm not sure, you know, what anybody even knows about me or even, you know, David for that matter. We're, we're not in the County, The the yeah. fact of the matter is this should matter to, to everybody who has a pet <laughs> reptile because when they're done with this County, yours could be next.
0: Yeah. Agreed
3: cool yep so okay
1: so next week you're going to give us uh come on and tell us what more we can do is that the deal that's the plan okay sounds like you guys are uh putting in the the work for a good fight and uh sounds like you're
3: making some headway so uh we appreciate you doing that you know certainly hope so i I appreciate everybody contributing
0: and uh You're definitely gonna come up to this year's Carpet Fest, so you can hide business cards at Eric's house, right? <laughs> oh yeah.
1: Good. I've already hid all my business cards. <laughs> so I'm going to cards. No, oh, I'm gonna give him road
3: cards.
2: No, I'm gonna give him mine. mine. <laughs> <laughs> so. do
1: you
3: hear that, Scott Forsen? We got some work to do.
0: <laughs> he knows. So, uh, yeah. so that means.
1: Oh, and you're gonna deal with my wife afterwards.
2: <laughs> damn, it. damn it damn it that's not all
1: right yeah you don't that have one funny. of them yet so uh, yeah 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 <laughs> once
0: you get your mom
1: uh, anyway cool all right thanks chris uh yeah keep us posted and uh i guess let us know if um you know what else we can do to help you guys
3: out We'll do, and I'll uh, as soon as I have to, I'll, I'll probably repost what the proposed ban is uh, and stuff like that on the NPR page for everybody who's listening, so they can review it. And uh, yeah. once we have some concrete things, I'll post that too. Awesome. Yeah, we'll do. Thank you, sir. Cool. You got it, man. I, I got to run. I'm gonna probably listen to the rest of this on the road tomorrow morning. But uh, but thanks for letting me get on. All right, <laughs> Chris. We'll yep. we'll yep. talk to you soon. All right. All right, man. Take it easy, guys later thanks see you
1: all right okay um real quick a couple things um let's see so this weekend was tinley park like i was saying and um tinley park is uh is the well it's one of the reptile shows but october seems to be the uh the busier one big one March, um, let's see. I got some updates from Andrew Paris and uh, let's see, Carpet Row. Uh, there was Todd Dyer, Howard, Jason, uh, Headhunter was there.
0: Nice. And, oh,
1: really? Oh. What? That's it. What? Headhunter
0: was there. That's how you end up leaving with jungles. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh.
1: <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah. We have to uh, send out some congratulations to, to uh Chris. Rindles yeah. and Amanda Kingsbury uh on their engagement. Um both uh both uh she's more into bloods, right? Than she's carpets, yeah, so. but uh
2: Yeah. Uh
1: they got some awesome stuff uh headhunter yeah. reptiles. Check it out. Um so we weren't there obviously. Julie wasn't there. No. Brian uh Schaefer was there. He was set up, but he wasn't in yeah. carpet row. Um Okay. They said Tillis had some carpets. Um, yeah. Let's see.
2: It seemed
0: to be a big carpet show, from what I'm seeing by everybody posting stuff, of like, hey, I just got this at Tinley. So, it seemed to be a really big um, carpet show. I guess people who are going are shopping for Morelia, or I'm just not plugged into any other reptile community, so I only saw the carpet pythons that were picked up. It could be either <laughs> or. <So. laughs> Basically disregard what I was trying to say here Strike so, it
1: <laughs> Yep
0: <yeah>, that's enough <laughs>
1: uh, Yeah and uh, he said as far as sales went um, every pro- Everyone pretty much had sales It wasn't like anybody really cleaned up Or anything like that But uh, people nice. did pretty good um,
2: Yeah
1: And of course uh, <laughs> There was one the story that he told me That um, they were all at Bananas On uh, Saturday
0: no. night And the uh, fire alarm Went off and nobody
2: cared. (laughs) Oh, good. They just nearly lost. (laughs) Half of the
0: reptile community nearly all just died in bananas. You know, if there was a fire at bananas during a Tinley Park, that is how we would lose half the community. Because they'd just be like, Uh eh, screw it. And we'd all die in a fire. So, good job, guys.
1: Yeah, he was saying that the fire trucks pulled up and uh, they're still just drinking and talking and bullshitting and. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs>
2: That's pretty crazy.
1: Yeah. Uh I asked him about what was going on uh what the you know like what was the selection around the show um mm-hmm. no uh but the the problem is Andrew really is is his collection is kind of very focused so he really doesn't <laughs> uh look for other things count. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So it's a-
0: what did you see, Andrew? Lots of jungles. Anything else? <laughs> Who cares about anything else? No, we care. What else was there? So yeah, okay. I got you.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, he did tell me though, and I still can't believe you don't have any of these. By the way, he did tell Go me on. that he actually saw Brisbane Coastal in person. It was uh, Brian Schaefer's, and uh, he freaking loved it. Thought it was amazing and uh, very underappreciated. So, how old yeah. are yours? I don't know, man.
0: How old are yours?
1: Uh, I don't know, actually, to be honest with you. They should probably die. What the hell, dude? <clears throat>
0: next year? That, that, think... That's why I don't have any, okay? Because oh, next okay. year, when you breed them, I'm going to go over to your place, and I'm actually going to steal a ShopRite shopping cart and just wheel it <laughs> through your snake room.
1: Yeah, there you go. There you go. Yeah, uh, Maybe you spin <laughs> I'll get I'll you go. one of those hand, hand baskets. You'll be all right. Thank you. See, perfect. Uh,
0: put a label on it. Owen's basket.
1: So yeah. yeah. Um, let's see. Uh, yeah, and that was pretty much it for that. So I don't have any other news or updates or anything. Uh, so if you want to get this going, we can. Let's 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 let's
0: start this circus.
1: So you know. All right. Let's see. <laughs> I click them on one by one. There we go. Riley. Hey Riley, welcome.
4: Uh, hey, Hey. Okay. Scott
1: on here. Night. Night. <laughs> Scott.
4: What's up, fellas?
1: What's going on? And then we got Brandon. Brandon, what's up? Yo, how's it going, gentlemen? You guys doing all
2: right tonight? <laughs> yeah.
0: We're alive. It's working. So Does that does everyone have a drink? Is is there a beer in front of all of you at the moment? I got work tomorrow. I don't know what the hell you're talking about. So I I have have a beer. (laughs) It's early. Whatever, (laughs) Sally. What are you
4: drinking, Eric? (laughs) Uh, That's actually a good idea. Anyway. I'm
0: going to get a drink for this. No, it's not a good idea.
1: (laughs) Yeah, it is. I'm uh, going to get a drink. brewed stout. Uh, That's what
0: I'm (laughs) drinking. Homebrewed.
4: All
2: right. There you go.
4: Watch out. I'll be drinking the Voodoo Ranger IPA through the show (laughs) this evening. It's going to be one of those nights, I think. (laughs)
5: All
4: right. That's not hard
5: enough. It's not hard enough. It's not hard
2: enough. I'll send you guys a picture of what I'm making
5: right now. Don't worry.
0: Yeah, okay. okay. (laughs) Well, there we go. Eric, what are we doing here?
1: Okay, so I don't know. Where do you want to start? So. Oh, so I guess the big issue that came up. Let's just start at the beginning, right? Ha ha. Why not? Um yeah. The big issue that came up, like I said, was the uh, at the beginning of the show was this idea that um, uh, properly representing your snakes. And uh, there's been some some, uh, some some people out there that uh, I hear I hear glasses pouring. Yeah, someone's making uh- glass. <laughs> God, uh, God, damn it! Oh, sorry, I forgot uh, to mute myself. <laughs> <laughs> Go on. Give it a nice sound effect. Uh, you know, I was going to swirl no, no, it. No. And Stop it.
2: <laughs>
1: so, so I don't know. Let's. I mean, what, what, what are your guys' thoughts on what you're seeing out there? As opposed to, let's start with you, Scott. I mean, you've been around as long as we have, uh, maybe even longer. I, I don't know. How long have you been in uh, carpet? Where are you again? Yeah.
5: <laughs> I mean, I've been, probably been around as long as you guys on the uh, on Facebook. But shit, when the hell did I get my first carpet? Fucking fourteen
0: years ago, maybe something like that. Because you were, you were, like in the, cause you were okay. part of MP, weren't you, Scott? I mean, you were
5: there later on. I didn't do anything on the internet really back, you know, that long ago, but. I was, yeah, it was on MP for a while. Okay. Uh, Near, like, the second half of it before it went, you know, before it had to crash and all that. Right. But, um. Okay. Yeah, no, I've been. So, I've, shoot, I think I got my first carpet, like, 14 years ago. Surprisingly, it was an IJ, one patch store. Ha ha! Nice. But, uh. No, eventually I found MP. Eventually I found, you know, once Facebook got popular, I ended up. Well, I actually. I was taking a break for a while, so at the beginning of Facebook, when that first came around, I wasn't even around because I had two jungles and a ball python and that was it during my, my break years when I got rid of most of my shit. But mm. uh once I started once I started building the collection back up, I went on Facebook and found a home, sorta of, kinda. Of, with you crazy people. But um <laughs> So I don't know where guess, do you guys want. How do you
1: guys want to do this? Where do you want to go with it? So I guess my first question would be this. Maybe let's <laughs> start with what do you think of the difference between now and then? Now and then. Well, <laughs>
5: <laughs> there's a couple of things that pop into mind. Uh, I mm-hmm. think first off, and I, I I talked to a few people today. Uh, names you guys all know. Before the show, got their opinions, got their, uh, you know, what what they were thinking, and I think one thing that, and I agree with, is that back then, you didn't ask questions, you didn't, you just got a carpet python, you know, yeah. maybe you knew, maybe you knew what it was a little bit, an IJ, a jungle, a postal, like you guys said, there's what three morphs, like a while back, that was it, you know, but. Mm-hmm you go far enough back, it really wasn't any morphs. You were lucky to know if it was Nye Coastal, or Jungle. Uh, So that's how it was then where you just, you just had a cool snake. But uh, now I think even when I first, you know, met you guys, all that, the difference between then and now is now there is much more of a morph driven part of the community. And, And I know you guys think I'm a more fader and I kind of am, but I'm kind of not. I just don't like to see what it does to certain things. But um, yeah, I think that's a big difference is because keeping carpets is easy. So you're not going to change much with their care. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Give them a spot. It's not like we reinvented the wheel in the last, you know, whatever, 10 years. Yeah, sure. It's easy to keep. So there's nothing that's changed with that. It's just, the, the biggest change has been the community and the people involved, and you know, morphs. Yeah. I, yeah. You know,
1: I'll just I'll jump in here real quick because I'm kind of the morph mm-hmm. guy, but um, I I would agree. I think that um, I I personally like both. I'm uh I'm a, a what do you call that? A fence sitter or whatever. Um, I can appreciate both, um, but I think. I think what I've seen is that with the morph driven uh, agenda, it, it sort of has lost sight of the uh, as, as Vin Russo put it, you know, you like the paint job on the car, but let's try to figure out what makes the car drive. Um, you know, and it, it, like that seems to be lost anymore. Like, it's almost like we've become the ball python world. Mm-hmm. Not almost like. Well, not everybody. Is scat- <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 not everybody. No, it's, that's what I'm
5: There's nothing. There's nothing wrong with Morris. You guys know where I stand. We've talked a lot about it. Um. Man, this is gonna be a night of either putting things delicately or putting it bluntly.
0: Blunt. But Go boys, blunt. <laughs> <laughs> Always so blunt. There's we didn't build this way up way for nothing because man. you, there's yeah.
1: guys that care about everything,
5: and guys like and Eric is a good is a good example. He's got morphs, he's got peer stuff, he's got exedra stuff, you know, different species and stuff. You can appreciate everything. It's how you how you represent it and and what drives you. If it's because you know you like the colors and all that, it doesn't matter that's cool, you know, that's that's fine, but if you're driven by the almighty dollar at the end of the day, then it's not, not as good.
1: Yeah. I'd agree. The
5: way
4: I think about it is, um, you know, take, like, th- think back four years in your collections, you know, whatever. Think about the most exciting wild-type animal that you had that year, that you bought, and then think about the most exciting morph that you bought that year. Look at them now. And which one of those two do you appreciate more? Because at this point in time, whatever morph that it was that you bought four years ago has been greatly surpassed by everything else. So the main thing is, oh, what's the next thing that I could do to get it to this next step? Where when you're breeding the wild-type animals, you're just really hoping that you can produce another animal that's just as awesome as the one you already have. So it's a mindset difference that I'm not immune to it. I know that's the way I think about it when I look at my
1: collection true okay what about you brandon what do you think that was brandon
2: <laughs> no
1: oh was
2: it that oh. You,
0: oh god damn it eric <laughs>
2: holy shit i thought that was Riley. <sighs> sorry
0: <laughs>
1: man you sound just like Christ. no worries. <laughs>
2: how about wow. you wow. yeah yeah my <laughs> about you riley
1: god jesus ditto
4: No. um, uh, (laughs) All
1: right, now I got your voices.
2: Okay.
4: (laughs) Yeah. Um, So we're asking what what we see has changed then and now, I guess. Is that kind Mm -hmm. of what we're breaking it down to? Yeah. Okay. Well, I guess my scope is much more shallow or narrow, depending on how you want to put it. Um, You know, I've only really been – tuned into what's been going on with Moralia for the last, like, three, four years. So, you know, my reach is not anywhere near as experienced. But um, having also been plugged into other communities like the Royal Python community and other sides of it, um, I can see how a lot of morph chasing does damage. I don't know if I would go that far with Morelia. Yeah, definitely, you know, showing the same size. It's kind of a bummer. Um, it's, it's a lot of morph chasing, and it's a lot of reputation chasing, too.
1: Uh, right. Also,
4: as Well, okay, so a lot of people, when they're coming into a community, they're looking at, you know, asking questions like, who do I buy from, and how do I figure out who to buy from? And then they find one or two people that, you know, are labeled as uh reputable breeders and they kind of cling on to that and it sort of starts a trend of word of mouth and and you know somebody all of a sudden becomes like really popular in a certain circle and it's just you know if they're working with morphs and it just kind of grows from one person to another it kind of becomes like a like i don't know like a reputation chasing sort of game and then i think because Royal pythons are more popular. It's just kind of like people compare it to that, and you kind of get the spillover effects of it all. And I'm calling mm-hmm. them royal pythons because calling them ball pythons makes a person really awkward text messages in groups.
1: Yeah. But, I
2: yeah, I'm going to appreciating
4: the locality stuff and just, you know, like a good, solid, substantial coastal, no more. You know, people might appreciate it outwardly a little bit, but, you know, people aren't promoting them and keeping them quite as much as Morse, and I think it just kind of shows an inherent, like, lack of, you know, looking into the depth of what they're about and appreciating them regardless of what Morse they are.
2: Yeah, and that's why I, I think... love my
4: bridge bank so much. Right. right there, oh, wow. The pure coastal... Leniens, just gorgeous. I love those Brisbane pythons. I wouldn't trade them for almost anything else in my collection. They're just, I love that natural wild type look. Now, um, but just to get things interesting, we've created a problem, and mm-hmm. it's I, I really realized, you know, that I was a part of it at one point, and that was, and I don't care who creates cross animals or who does what. You know, everyone always says as long as you represent the animal property to whoever you sell to then you've done your due diligence well you know i've, I've done my due diligence I, I i bred a zebra to a caramel jags i really wanted a caramel zebra jag i've got it. it was punk. and then i needed some money and i realized i didn't really care for it as much as i did my, my other stuff and i sold it with a zebra female so it was a pair from the same clutch and I even did a lineage chart for, for, for this clutch and everything, you know, gave this guy the lineage chart, whole nine yards. Like three or four months later, he decides he needs to sell them both, which is fine, whatever. But uh, it was maybe, what, a month ago? There was a post that came on one of the Facebook pages, and it was the Chevy posted it, and it was the only Harper Python that was for sale at the um, show in Tennessee that she was at. and I And it was my snake. I, I produced it. I know that zebra. I looked at I looked it real close. That was my zebra that I produced. And it was marked Jungle Zebra Carpet Python.
2: Mm-hmm.
4: You know? And uh, how often is that gonna happen to all of us? You know, we we've created this beast, and there's almost no reeling it in at this point and it's all of our fault.
0: Yeah.
1: That's uh that's a that's a tough one. You know, I used to get because I would uh, call this, call them. <laughs> People used to give me a lot of shit for that, but you can't sell it if it doesn't exist. <laughs> you know what right. I mean? Like, can't mess but it up. I, I guess the problem is, I, well, I'm just going to go back on Riley's point real quick. Um, <clears throat> I find that the the community is kind of fractured. And I think ever since Facebook came along, And people migrated to Facebook from, from MP, um, the community fractured. And this is how I mean, is that everybody and anybody has a group can start a group. And it seems like the, you know, you're in a group, you, you, you start to talk with somebody and, you know, you disagree with them. So basically you do the whole, I'm going to take my toys and go home type of deal And then you start your own group and then the people that, you know, like you, whether you're right or wrong, it doesn't make a difference because that's another problem that I see is that regardless of who you are, if you did something wrong, people don't call people out for it. So like Mm -hmm. to me, it's bullshit that people say that they're going to we're going to police our own because we don't. You know what I mean? So. And and that means that when somebody does something wrong, and clearly you can see that it's wrong, you don't go and, and like be like, well, you know, this is so and so, so you know, they get a pass. No, that's bullshit.
5: Oh fuck I... yeah, get fired up, Eric. Get fired up. <laughs> <out. Yeah. laughs>
1: Passion is going that... up
5: right now. I love it.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm on. I'm on nine. But but <laughs> I mean, do you guys? I mean, do you guys agree with me? I mean, to me, that's like the biggest. No matter who it is, if, if, it's, if it's not right, it's not right. You know what I mean? And Did you, like did you see whole... what
5: I said the other day no. in the comments of that long thread? I said, you know, I said exactly what you just said. I said, everyone, and everyone's like, oh, we got to police our own. We got to police our own. And then somebody does it. Somebody calls out someone for doing something shady or anything. And all of a sudden, we have fanboys who are going to protect them. And, it's, mm-hmm. and that's why I said, I said, yeah, we're going to police our own until it becomes time to police our own. And we're not actually going to do it. Right.
1: Yeah. And, you know. And
4: we, we see it every day.
1: Yeah. I Every think day. That, and uh, every day. Yeah. And, and it seems like when it was a forum type of atmosphere, you can't go and just start your own forum. So, you know what I mean? So you're stuck there. You're in this group. And, you know, there was pretty heated debates back in the day. I don't think that anybody that was on Facebook – I think you said this the other day, Scott, that anybody that was on Facebook and would go to MP, they would not be able to – they wouldn't last. <laughs> they wouldn't yeah. be able to take it.
5: <laughs> Dude, go to some of the other communities where you get some real hardcore herpiculturists who pour their blood into just getting these animals to survive or and or breed, you know. Uh, uh like riley said before I, i've spent a lot of time looking at different uh communities watching conversations because you guys know our collection has a ton of different shit at any given time and uh the one that the one that to my mind is the monitor forums Veranus. man you talk about yeah. some hard motherfuckers those guys they they will argue with you just to argue but yeah. at the same time, I tell you what, I learned a shit ton from those guys because some of them are geniuses. Just their mindset and just their their way of looking at things. But man, right. you go in there and you you post the wrong thing or say the wrong thing, you got ripped apart, man, ripped apart,
0: right?
1: And I I don't know, Owen. What do you what do you think? What's your thoughts?
0: Well, obviously, my thoughts come from when I started with carpet pythons. we were the weird kids in the corners with the brown snakes. I mean, that's just how it was. And then the really flashy jungles were probably the best you got. Um, jags were unobtainable, And so were uh, granites when I first started. Heaven forbid you talk about uh, Tiger Jack. So having gone through all those things where, you know, the basic thing of, Is it a tiger, it started off, I've seen this kind of happen before, especially when tiger jags became more uh, available, because then it was, is that a tiger jag? Is that the fabled super tiger jag? Does a super tiger jag even exist? What the hell is an ornate jag? So this shit has happened all the time. It's just the problem is that now we're getting to more complex morphs where it's not so easy to tell what something is And you have to be honest. And the problem is is that we as breeders can be completely upfront and completely honest. And I can tell somebody 18 million times what the hell the animal is that I've just sold them. And the next day, they're going to tell somebody else something completely different. And unfortunately, I can't help that. But as long as I'm doing my due diligence, I'm doing the right thing. So we kind of almost have to keep ourselves to a standard But we also do have to, if not police, at least correct. You know, somebody comes up there and says, check out my really cool this, and you go, well, that's not really what you think it is. And that can be done in an easy, nice way, even though most of the time whoever you're telling that to is going to take offense to it for some reason, and that's going to start a fight. So it's unfortunate, but this stuff does tend to come in waves where – you only ever need to made, be made fun of or look like an idiot online once before you start really trying to try to figure that out. You know, um, I, I was dumb enough to jump online and show an animal and take the dude I bought it from's word for it just to be called out by the breeder saying that he never produced anything like that, didn't even have the project I was referring to. So that only ever needed to happen once. And now I'll text, one of the guys in my phone, I'll double check. I won't buy an animal until I'm sure of it.
1: So. Yeah. I don't know about you guys, but you know, I think, and I don't know if this even happens anymore, but like I get people that will randomly email me looking for whatever. And if I don't have it, I send them to somebody that I know is reputable. So, you know, obviously with Owen and I, you know, they're hearing us every week and they're like, OK, well, you know, maybe these guys are legit, you know, and they contact me and I don't know if they contact you, Owen, but All you the know time. they're looking for so and so. And it's like, OK, well, I don't have it. But, you know, it, if you're looking for some really nice jungles, you know, hit Scott up if you're looking for, you know, uh, whatever, you know, these are the these is- are a list of people that, you know, you might be able to find what you're looking for.
0: I never get carpet pythons. It's always something else. Like
1: I get carpet Mac- pythons. Max, yeah. <laughs> white lips,
0: scrubs. It's always yeah. like the weirdest shit you could think of. Sometimes I've never worked with it, and I have no idea why you're contacting me. Some guy sent me an email looking for, apparently there's a white lip viper. I did not know that. So um, he's talking to me about northern white lips, and I'm like, yeah, you can get them all over the place. And then he says, me pictures, I'm like, that is some type of rattlesnake or something, because that's not what we thought we were talking about. So, yeah, happens all the time. But I normally, when they call, they look for, they're looking for captive born and bred blackface. And, you know, I tell them to go talk to Ryan. I tell them to go talk to, you know, uh, all the normal people that i Chad people who I know have produced them, who might actually give them some babies. So,
2: yeah.
4: Same with me. I Anybody want to talk about Xanax?
0: I, yeah, <laughs> let's talk about exotics. Let's have fun there. I'm just going to go
4: on
5: mute,
2: guys, i
0: going to drink
2: my drink. Yeah. So you know I mean. <laughs> <laughs> this Come is a on, board, the
5: Go play in the front right. I'm
4: gonna to All right, I'll start. Um. So there's a lot of interesting things going on in the wonderful world of exantics right now, and some of it is terrible. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, you know, I'm going to tell a little bit of my story. I, I bought into a ghost project, ghost jag, you know, an exanic female and a caramel jag head exanic uh, male and really excited to produce the ghost jags. But, man, that exanic was small, and I got it. And uh, it was sold to the person that, that I got it from, not important, but uh, as Coastal. And it was represented as Coastal. And... As this thing grows up, man, it's it's got IJ written all over it. There's no way it's pure coastal. And Mm -hmm. as I'm realizing it, and I'm feeling the way that I am about selling things that are mixed, I just, for me, because I don't want to cross stuff, and I'm not going to put it to a zebra, I'm not going to put it to, you know, anything else, I really wanted to keep it coastal, I've just decided to sell out of the project because it's so irritating. (laughs) and i'm just i'm gonna sell my ghost jag project and they're fantastic and for anybody who's interested in crossing things together then beautiful you know that's totally fine i I have nothing against doing that it's just not my deal but what a lot of people don't understand and what i learned through this situation now what i'm about to say in my opinion is is rumor um that being said, it's a rumor that I've heard different stories about from multiple people that all sound very, very similar. So anybody who's also heard a similar story, feel free to chime in. But from what I understand of it is the, orig- the very early on in the exanic project, it was crossed to the IJ Xanax because, you know, they wanted to see, Ollie wanted to see if uh, Coastal and IJ Xanx, if, if you would get exanics and if they were compatible or not. That was done real early on. And when I say early on, I mean before we even had Xanax here in the United States. Yeah. So if, if you think about that pairing and I how many of those that. animals <coughs> made it, it over here, you know, how many of those animals made it over here? And how often, when you guys look at everything that's for sale, Xanax-wise, or head Xanax or whatnot, how often do you see that described? Because I'm telling you, a large portion of the Xanax in the U.S are, are not pure. Uh, there's guys with pure stuff. Absolutely. You know, there's guys that there was some of that that was locked in. It's been kept track of. That's great. But there's a lot more that people think they had something and they don't. And that's a tragedy that, that that's been allowed to happen.
1: So I can, I can comment on that because, um, I was one of, uh, I guess I, I think I was one of the first guys to really get Xanax into the U.S.
2: Um, yeah,
1: you were. So, originally, uh, <clears throat> originally there was the, the Coastal and the IJ Xanax. Um There was some question on the IJ if it was pure or not. Um, there was, uh, th- that you can go back on MP and you can look through the thread and it's all there and people debating back and forth. Turns out that, you know, um they pretty much were able to track it back and figure out that it was a pure IJ. At the same time, they were trying to um see if the uh coastal um well this is Paul. I can't speak for what Ollie did, but this is Paul. He was trying to see if the coastal was compatible with the IJ to try to so the reason that they did that he did that is is because if he bred it to the IJ, he wasn't trying to prove out whether the coastal was pure. He was trying to prove out on whether the IJ was pure. So if he bred it to the IJ and they weren't compatible, then that would for sure seal the deal that they that the IJ was pure IJ. However, it turns out that they are compatible and you know, that sorta of just led them to go track down some more information on it. Um, right. I think the Exanic is kind of a funny one because when I got my jaghead Exanic first in, and this is where this whole drama is coming into light now of whether it's codominant or recessive, it was originally thought to be recessive, but if you saw my jaghead Exanic, you would swear that it's it is Xanic. Um it's probably like an ugly version of an exanic jag, if that makes sense. If you look at my coastal, um, I think that there's a couple of reasons for that. And this is just my opinion. You look at the coastal colors to begin with, there's not a whole lot of yellow that goes on in a lot of coastals. Um, some do some, but the majority of them, you know, that I work with are, are not, they're already that sort of gray, uh, silver type of, you know, uh, color palette to begin with. Um, so now what's happening with the Xanic is people are thinking that the animal's Xanic when really it's not, and it's just a head. And, (laughs) you know, Nick, Nick is, is trying to prove out on whether or not, um, you know, it's really maybe more of a incomplete dominant trait than a recessive trait. um, you know, we, we've talked about this a long time ago on the show because because of just that reason, um, you know, I think the big thing is like as babies, the eye color is really the only way you can be sure Exanics have uh, pale bluish eyes while the heads look pretty normal. Um, but I think it's like right out of the egg is when you can tell best. And then as they grow, you're sort of shit out of luck. And I think people are taking a guess and I I personally don't think that for the, for the, for a percentage of people, I think they're just making a bad, a bad guess, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But then there's other people that are selling it and you kind of wonder their, uh, their, their reasoning and, and, uh, you know, because are they misrepresenting and that's where this sort of comes into play if that makes sense. I don't know. What do you guys think? Anybody?
0: Yeah. Somebody want to jump in here? Bueller? So... hey, does nobody um, want to
1: say
4: anything?
0: No, roll the top right. button. So, I mean, right.
4: um, I'm, I'm playing the mute
0: game. Yeah, all right. Well, go ahead, because you're the guest, because everybody's <laughs> okay. got to be tired of hearing me talk. So, go ahead. Oh, never.
4: Um, Shut up. <laughs> I have I have a limited uh, amount of experience with these antics, uh, mm-hmm. Gene, and I've kind of just been sitting off and watching, and I wasn't planning on getting into it anytime soon. And when I was, I was planning on getting a few different animals, visuals, pets, females, males, and kind of isolating a project just to, like, learn about the mode of inheritance. But I wasn't quite comfortable jumping in on it just yet because there were too many question marks for me about the IJ coastal thing involved in all of it. So you know, over time I've been asking around, and I've actually kind of been getting like the hush hush. Like you know, like some people are like, oh, you you can't talk about this, and then some people are like, well, yeah, it's pure this and pure that, and some people are like, well, it's cross this and that. And you know, because I'm getting like two or three different stories, um, I personally don't feel comfortable jumping in onto it yet because I don't really know how to represent an animal like that. But uh, it is intriguing, you know. It's it's a it's a pretty cool color palette, but recently um, you know, I wasn't in the market to buy anything and I and I got approached by somebody to uh, see if I was interested in some babies from requests of his and at the time I just wasn't and started talking about what animals I had for sale, trades, this and that, and it kinda of long story short, spiraled into a trade for what was represented to me as a visual Atlantic Coastal female uh, imported through Nick from Paul Harris uh, in 2012 as a baby and had a very unique feature. And I'm not going to, I'm not going to name names and I don't really want to get into the specifics just because it's not important to this, but um, basically there are some unique markers to this animal that would make it hard to forget. Mm -hmm. And then there are some question marks after the deal was made uh, with this animal and another one that came in, uh, you know, unbeknownst to me. And a lot of the details didn't add up, and I did some homework and some fact-checking, you know, unfortunately for myself, after the fact. But uh, it didn't add up. And looking on it now, um, it's pretty easy to tell that, you know, it's not a a pure anything, for sure, this supposedly exotic animal uh the markings and, and the patterning are definitely heavily I J influenced in my limited opinion. And given the, the lack of, you know, uh, you know, corroborating background that adds up, it's you know, at this point I don't even know what it is. It's probably not even a visual example. It probably doesn't have anything to do with the example. at best it's a possible head, you know. It is black and gray, but that doesn't mean anything. These animals are pretty darn variable. Who knows what it is. So, Mm. um, after learning all of that, I, I was pretty upset. Um, you know, it's getting worked out and, uh, the individual in question is and has since, you know, kind of made good on the arrangement. We've, we've resolved it, but, uh, it was frustrating because, you know, for me, I consider myself rather naive to that project and, Uh, I apparently didn't ask enough questions and do enough homework, but, you know, the other person on the other end was comfortable selling these things under false pretenses. And despite all the evidence mounted against his claims about what it was, you know, adamant that what he was saying was true. And it, it, you know, it kind of rubbed me the wrong way. It's really shitty that somebody in this community, uh, is falsely identifying something like that. And with the Atlantic project, because it's so new, so easy to take advantage of people like myself that have only been, you know, seeing it, you know, once or twice, maybe in person, um, you know, and it goes back to that whole question of accurately representing and then a bit of dignity. And You know, when you put your name on a company or you associate yourself with something like that, you know, there needs to be some accountability. Um, and that has changed a lot. There's still plenty of people out there with a lot of dignity and pride and humility in what they do, but... With genes like that, there's a lot of people trying to take advantage genes or of others out there. It's shitty, see.
0: It is, and to be honest, it's it's one of those things that just kind of happens. And uh, I, for one, absolutely love exanic carpet pythons, especially exanic coastal jags. Um, partially because I live and breathe in the coastal part of this whole shindig that we got going on here, but. Um, I also love the idea of the mixing of the best and, like, most silver, bright, bluish kind of Exanic Jag I can get my hands on with one of my uh, super caramel Jags. And, like, I just want that so badly. So I guess that's partially why I love Exanic so much. But it was very important to me that the lineage was in place and that everything was pure Coastal which is why I went directly to Nick. All my Exanics come from him. And the one that doesn't come from him comes from Eric Kohler, who got all his Exanics from Nick. So, I mean, that's just kind of where I go with it. Um, and and it just, that's just for my own peace of mind, is now I know that they're pure, and if anything happens with the mix thing, it's my decision, and I know what their bloodlines are from here. So, you know... I got, if, I got a question you, for Owen. Go ahead. Uh, so, are your Xanax co-dominant or recessive? No freaking idea. <laughs>
2: because, <laughs> because,
0: because, because no one will tell me. Because so the I, man I, is still figuring it out. He's I know, good. which is why I'm... The I'm man totally is still fine, figuring it out. And I'm totally fine with that because I'm not selling any baby Xanax right now. If If I were trying to figure that out... Like, let's just say I produced a clutch of Xanax this year, I'd probably sit on all of them, which actually is potentially something I may have to do because if my one super caramel did breed with my exanic male, I will probably have to sit on all the babies because I'm not going to feel okay letting them go because I bought them under the pretenses that it was recessive. So my plan was to make the the caramel jags and caramels Head And I actually have A Caramel head Xanic that I got From Nick And I bought it on the pretense of it being A Caramel head Xanik So as far as where we're going with this And what it's going to be I have no freaking idea So I probably wouldn't feel comfortable Releasing that clutch out there Until we kind of had an answer So I'm kind of hoping Nick or Paul Figures that out So I know what to tell people I wouldn't feel right doing it that way. Um, if it turns out to be Kodom, I'm going to wonder what the hell my head exotic is doing here. So, I don't know. Um, we'll see how it goes.
5: Everybody's desperate to put a morph name on a snake, man. The I know. Same right? with Ocelot. Everything in the world is an Ocelot. Ocelot. Everything with a I had that
1: on my line. list. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. For sure. All I want is if that the way, snake
5: doesn't get traced to two or three people,
0: <laughs> stop going with an ocelot. Yep. Same thing with tiger. If you can't trace yeah. it back to Baylin, it's not a tiger. It's a strike. Sorry. I'm
1: going. I'm going to say who those people are. Who I think those people are. One, Mike Curtin. Two, number Paul one. That is three, uno. <laughs> three <laughs> would be Bill Stiegel. But I wonder yeah. if Bill's stock. Came from uh, the same stock that maybe uh, is tied into Mike's, because didn't he get animals from Mo? Yes, I believe, yeah. which those, I yeah, know Those yeah, are
5: all connected.
1: Like we said, right. if you can't yeah.
5: trace it back to those few sources, there's there's one or two people. Actually, there's multiple. I can think of at least two people in my mind on the East Coast who have animals from Mike that I know have animals from Mike that are ocelots and stuff like that. So there's more. But like I said, you have to be able to track those animals to those couple of people to call an ocelot. Stop calling everything with like one little spot that's like kind of an ocelot, an ocelot. It's not.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Drives me nuts. <laughs> so my and ocelot check, and, jag- and,
5: and everybody's trying to call like something that's you know got what what is what's exact? I don't even know xanthic. What is it? Mostly black and gray or lighter yes. colored? Everything yeah. that looks similar to that, we're all calling it xanthic. That everybody's right. desperate to put a morph on it. Let Nick finish the work and figure out what the mode of inheritance is, and go from there.
1: Yeah, and I don't understand. Like, I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong, but if you like the snake, what difference does it make? I mean, it, it's definitely genetic. So who cares? Like,
5: oh, because I, you know it's. Oh, it's like supposed to it It's worth
1: as much money. There <laughs> it is. There
5: you go. That's Bingo. it.
1: But I'm saying, like, if you like the way the snake looks, who gives a shit? Like, I don't know. That's that's how I am. You know, I like the way it looks. I'm getting it. I don't care, you know. I'm moving into all wild types. I don't
0: give a damn. No, <laughs>
2: <laughs> you're not. Yeah. You yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I'm going to breed my yeah. water python. You know why? Because a water python is a goddamn water python. It's a goddamn water python.
5: Done. You know, it, and uh, it's funny really. you said that because I had that thought today. I said, you know, what, what's the difference between some of these other side communities or other communities that I'm in and and Morelia? And it's there. There's a huge difference when there's no morphs involved and you're just in into the animal because the animal's freaking badass, or you like it, or there's different behaviors, or you know, stuff like that. It's it, it is different. It is.
0: Scott and I think the same way because I, I've, I I would like to say that I took Scott on my wing and I got him involved in scrubs and white lips and various other evil creatures that somehow... Oh, uh, white he lips got I did into. years ago. Scrubs are Shut up. Fault. No, I'm taking count of it. No, it's mine. I'm taking credit. So
5: it's Okay, sure.
0: <laughs> Excellent. But it's like having the wild type animals that have no morphs, it's like, it's almost like the burden of dealing with this bullshit is taken off because it's like i'm just breeding snakes that i think look cool and are kind of fun and i don't have to worry about you know i'm going to be really disappointed if i breed my white lips and an albino pops out i'm be like god damn it what am i gonna do with this now so yeah
1: yeah i can't wait for the shit storm that'll happen if it's uh it. <laughs> poison ivy's IG yeah. actually turn out to be legit. You know what I mean? It's just like, oh, my because God.
0: You have to deal with all of that. People trying to get things from you. Trying to figure out...
1: Honestly, Scott, that's why I don't post them online. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because I don't want to uh, hear the Mark? bullshit that's going to come. You know what I mean? I, I, I send pictures to a select group of people. Hey, check this out. This is what it looks like. I talk about it from time to time on the air, but... I just don't want to deal with the, the you know, like, you're going to have people that
2: are, oh, yeah, blah, 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 blah,
1: you know? It's like, oh, my God. I just don't feel like, mm-hmm. I don't
5: know. Dude, just let me the tell headache. you something. The, want- shit, the shit that's not posted on Facebook and social media is insane. There's people out there that are not on these things that are way better than any of us at what they do. And oh, hell, yeah. Just sick shit. and But – a lot of these people don't realize that they think they're getting into these morphs and like, they're becoming like a superstar because they all watch certain YouTube celebrities
2: and (laughs) think that this,
5: that's where the celebrity, no, you, you haven't done shit to herpticulture. You, (laughs) let me tell you something. If it doesn't matter how many genes you stuff into a carpet Python, you're not reinventing any fucking wheels. (laughs) It doesn't matter. You've done nothing. You, okay. For you made the first, you know, six gene, whatever. It's just like, Ball It's you're just breeding a simple thing to breed. Yeah. You know, you're not reinventing anything. Stop acting like a superhero. Go actually get something that nobody can breed, do the work, and then you can, you know, have something to
0: brag about. Right? (laughs) I like Scott on here. We should have like a Scott's grind my gears segment where he just
2: yells.
0: At me. <laughs> Dude,
5: I was I was calming down for a while, man. I was just no
0: no getting.
5: I
2: disappeared a little bit. I was like, ah, eh, whatever, fuck
5: all this shit. Watching my wife grow her collection, just fucking half my rooms geckos, and like I'm sitting here looking yeah. at a ten dollar gecko that nobody gives a shit about, but they're awesome. Golden gecko, Right. they're just fun little things to watch. It's like you know you you gotta. Some of you guys got to remember what the hell this is all about, man. Stop yes. putting morphs in everything. Get something that nobody cares about and just enjoy its behaviors.
0: Yes. Just get something yeah. that only you give a damn about.
2: Exactly. That totally it.
1: So Yeah, I have a few of those things. We all do, you, I think, right? You, you have know? a lot of those, Eric. <laughs> so I have gives too many it. of those. No one, one cares, about right. them. So. <laughs> I get super excited about and everybody's like, um, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah sure, sure. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but, um, so, we, I, okay. So here's, here's my question to all you guys. Um, how do you, how do you properly rep, what is your feeling on how you properly represent um, these uh, animals? Um, you know, I'm going to say this though, you know, even the pure guys. And this is what I noticed. There's some people that are like super pure, right? Mm
2: -hmm. Then there's
1: people that are like somewhat pure.
2: (laughs) And what I mean by that
1: is, is that, and I noticed this more with the jungle community more than anything else. It's like they want to absolutely. And this is my biggest pet peeve when it comes to this shit is that people want to rag all morphs and rag all morphs, and then they go and they post up their jungle, and they post up the lineage, and it goes back and it goes back, and then it says undocumented, unknown, whatever. Yeah. Well, jungle how Day. the hell do you know that it's a jungle? <laughs>
2: uh, that's <laughs> not uh, fair, though. That's not fair, though. We can't yeah, It is totally more. fair.
4: <laughs> no, I, I, look, I, it's great to have everything go back to France and, to, you know, or go back to DPI, go back to Sparta. Right. No, no, but,
1: no, no. But, on. there's, but only only so not, there's, there's only right? so many. There's only so many of those animals. But that's not what I'm saying. It, it, what I'm it, saying it that is, is that don't throw stones if you're in a glass house. Don't go and tell people <laughs> with that ya. they're wrong
2: for doing this, and go. you're breeding jungle <laughs> to some
1: other jungle that has lineage. Like, okay, I have this Palmerson jungle that goes back to a Palmerson locality, and I'm breeding it with some unknown uh, Johnny Blaze or whatever freaking jungle that oh. I have no idea where yeah. it came from or blah, 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 blah. And I love them oh, too. Oh, so you just
5: gave oh, me you God. just gave me a tick on that one. That that just makes no sense, actually. Down,
0: Scott. No, you said his trigger word. I, I'm gonna I'm <laughs> gonna
1: play I'll play devil's advocate with it just cause,
4: you know Shut. just to do it. But but what? So most of our lenient stops in Europe, right? Yeah.
0: Yes.
4: Yeah. All right. Cool. Then we're all in the same boat.
2: Yes. We're all in the same yes, boat because all, are. you know, it's
4: the we can we can go so far. I mean, right now, highlighter lineage goes back like five generations, man. <laughs> you know, you can write that on the card all you want, and maybe it's pure. I love highlighter; it's great. I don't own any; I would like to, you know. And uh, out of the clutch, the jungle clutch I produced this year, I think it's my. It's like the grandfather on the sire's side. That guy's undocumented or something like that. And You can only go so far back with so much. You know, if, if, if everyone's doing the best that they can to keep everything the best they can and, and really putting an effort into it as a community, if they care and you're keeping it together, then we've got what we've got, man. I mean, we yeah. can't rewind I, lineage that doesn't exist for I, n- 90% of the jungles that we have in the U.S.
1: I get that. And I understand that. And I'm not ragging on jungles. I'm just saying that you can't sit there and tell somebody, you know, you're an asshole because you're crossing a coastal with a jungle to make jungle jags. When you have an undocumented what, and what I mean by undocumented is not necessarily like, you know, it has to trace back to Europe or something. I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is, is that, they'll breed some animal that they have lineage on with something that somebody bought from a show.
0: And like, I picked it up at right. a
1: show. You see it all uh, the time. Yeah, yeah. Well, there's some great jungles at Triple L Reptile right now, man. 149 bucks. Those man, aren't fucking jungles.
0: Someone, someone, someone mute so, him. That's, that's, <laughs> what is, here, the hell here, is here that? Here we go. Here we go. <laughs> Come
2: on, Scott. Scott, you saw
5: this? I saw this yesterday and, and and it was brought up to me on the phone before by one of our good friends. <laughs> and it and it's, it's a good point is that everybody thinks these lineage charts and things of that nature are supposed to prove purity, prove this. And, and I, I get that, but I think it's more about just showing the history of the snake. It's not about purity as much. I think yeah. things have lightened not up on that. The funny part of it is for a long time, the, the purity and and that debate was the the jungles were kind of the joke of that debate because that was the only thing that could be kind of hit with it because everybody you know the jungle guys are hardcore about it right here's yeah, yeah. the here's here's the kicker with the morph world now, and i 'm going to say the thing that a lot of people know not a lot of people want to say, but there is a shit ton of stuff that is floating out there in a very large percentage of collections right now that mm-hmm. is fucking not pure that are morphs because they were misrepresented. Everybody knows it. There's multiple sources that these things came from. But, hey, you know, as a jungle guy, I'm just sitting back like, oh, shit, you guys all said shit before about now, but now, look, you got some three-gene thing that supposedly, oh, it's oh, – actually, I'm not going to say anything because that's going to be based on an ad recently, but – it's not <laughs> what it's being represented as, and you know, there's mm-hmm. people that can talk. They'll they'll say it online a little bit, but we all know. We talk in messages. We all know the truth.
1: Yeah, I I personally like what Steve Katz does. He puts right at the very beginning of the ad, like like before anything you read, not pure, <clears throat> IJ.
2: You know you what I'm go. saying? Yeah.
1: So there's no. You don't have to like read find print. You don't have to scroll down. You don't have to call a friend. You don't have to anything. It's right there. It says it clear as day. There's no, and that's there's doing no all that you it. can
5: do right there. That's, all you can do is educate Correct. the person that you're going to sell the snake to. But the other problem we have, and there's nothing we can do about it, is that if that snake changes hand two or three times, next thing you know, it's a pure whatever. That's, yeah, of course it is. A, and there's but nothing we can do, do about it. you can't do anything like
0: that. No. 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 But if but purity means that much to you, you know where to go to get it. You know,
1: purity is one of those things. Like you know, I mean, what do you? Obviously, okay. these animals came. From, I don't know what that was. Obviously, these animals. Came, obviously, these animals came from Australia. Some legally, most illegally. Correct. So it's not like. Oh my like, God, uh, he said it. <laughs> but. Duh. Sorry,
5: I'm an asshole. Well, Keep going. That's right. <laughs>
1: But my point is, is that you don't know what they did in Australia. You don't know if they bred such and such to such and such. You know what I mean? Like to me, that's why I I never got the that debate. I, I never understood that debate. But I understand, like you know, wanting to keep track of things, want to see the progression. To me, lineage is just showing you. For me. It's just showing you like, okay, this is where it came from. This is what it looked like back in, you know, whatever, two thousand, nineteen ninety-five, whatever, and this is what it looks like now in twenty seventeen. And you can see, you know, oh, it it kinda like to me it, it, it opens up uh the idea, especially if you're working with uh just the subspecies in general, it opens up the idea that you can selectively breed. So jungles would be the best example of that in the carpet python world i mean if you look at them what they look like in the wild and what they look like now i mean you know these the people that have been breeding these for years have really taken the time to pick trophy animals and breed it to other trophy animals and produce trophy animals you know what i'm saying so um you know to me that that that's sort of what lineage is for me i don't know what you guys
5: think that's what it is now. Yeah. It
1: shows that you're choosing quality, and it just shows the
5: history of the animal and what you know. Like I said, we all know jungles are black and yellow. It's just showing that the lineage of the snake was a good, had good stock. It's not about purity anymore. Let's face it; we're that that ship has sailed. You can do the best you yeah. can. I mean, if if, if let's face it, if you if you have a lineage chart with however many you know uh, generations, and there's all of a sudden there's a a dark ass. IJ or dark ass Coastal in there it's it's like oh man why did that person do that but if you see a lot of nice black and yellow jungles black and yellow jungles and at some point before that there was a
4: diamond in there there's nothing you can do about that okay yeah. but at least if you know, at least if you see the lineage and you see
5: jungles after jungles, you know there's nothing mixed. A while ago, and you see a nice black and yellow snake in front of you, that's that's the best you can do.
2: Sure. I mean, about like month, unless you go to someone like this,
5: unless you go to someone like that who's got a shit ton of generations back, or he, you know, he's someone like that or David that has you know real good lineage that shows you where that animal came
4: from.
1: What were you going to say? So,
4: how do you guys feel about the ads that are just, you know, Carmel Zebra, South? I hate hate that. You know, (laughs) or you just have just the different, just the more, no other information. This is the more if this is the price. This is the more if this is the price. The auctions. this is the more if this is the price. I mean, what are your opinions on it? I'd like to hear it. It happens a lot, and it's more than one person that does it. I'm not singling anyone out. Um, but it happens every day, and we all see it. And uh, a lot of these people, I think, actually know that information. It's just not posted on the ad, you know, which isn't fair to the new keeper who doesn't know the difference yet. Who cared when you first got your first carpet python? Did any of you guys? No. You probably no. didn't care until a couple of years later when you realized you should care. So, you know, not including information like that on the front end thinking, Oh, it's no big deal. They don't care right now. Or, oh yeah. He had lineage, but I, I didn't get it. These people don't realize that it's important to themselves yet. Cause we're not at that point keeping.
2: <laughs> right. But...
0: Yeah. Well, I, and you're right, on the most part That was a thing that was never uh, That when I started it Was not something I thought of Which is how I ended up with a bunch of animals That were obviously crosses Or obviously something And I eventually had to let a lot of those animals go As I started taking things a little bit more seriously Which, if that doesn't matter to you That's totally fine But don't pretend it does And then run out and buy the things And I absolutely hate ads That just throw up The animal as like an albino or an exanic or caramel zebra because it's lazy or a Mojave or a or a Mojave or or something like that. It's lazy and you're not and you just add a few more lines. (laughs) You see what I did there? Thank you. I was making sure. Well, I don't even know what Mojave is. I assume it's a royal python. Anyway, so
5: um, it's the same thing. It's the same thing.
0: God damn it! Anyway, but the whole thing is that a few more lines of text. And you can fill in Dam, Sire, and where they both came from. And that's an easy way to do that. And you can obviously put, like, IJ Coastal or Jungle Coastal or, you know, Coastal here and Coastal there. And then if somebody wants to dig a little bit deeper, they can send you the email and ask for the full lineage. I mean, or for, like, you can have a link to your webpage that has lineage on it. You can do this and get everybody set up the right way. So it's that's just the way it
1: rolls um i guess i'll jump in there next uh caramel zebra what would i how would i post it now i'm trying to make sure that you know like have i ever sold the caramel zebra on something um i kind of just include the lineage so you know well i have two trains of thought on that one I think that, to a certain extent, I think that the problem that I see is is that people don't do a lot of research before they mm. buy something. And that's okay, you know, but then you're going to get what you get. Um, you know, like, you can even take it out of the world of snakes. Look at whatever anything that you would buy. Like I just bought this new computer. I mean, it took me literally six months to research computers, what I wanted, what I wanted to do, blah, blah, blah. Does it have the right features before I went out and bought it? And I think that's the best way to go. But I also know that when you see something that you like, you know, sometimes you just buy it and you take a chance. Um, but I think that, as long as the seller is, is, is not hiding any info, you know, um, I could probably use the citrus Tizer tigers as a, as an example. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is why I use them as an example, because I don't consider them. I don't look at them as some, what, if somebody came up and asked me, I would not say that they're pure coastal. Um, I think at the last carpet fest, Scott, you were asking me about them. And I said – I think I said something like, yeah, I'll tell you the story, but I don't think it's something that you would want um, Mm because I know that you're a pure guy. Um, And it's because there's that one animal that is, you know, um, in that lineage that's that's a question mark. So here's why I still call it citrus, and this is the thing I go back and forth with. I don't call it citrus because I think citrus is a morph. I call it that because I don't want it to get confused with a regular tiger. We had, remember, Owen, I'm not going to say his name, but remember when we were at Tinley? um, I had citrus tigers on the table and you had tigers on the table. And when the person, the guy came up and he was going to buy, he's like, he wanted to go with that. And he he said to me, you know, that, that they were nice, but the reason that he didn't want to do it is because you know when i i guess when i said on the air about the story of that you know i don't want people thinking that this is something different than what it is if that makes sense so i I don't even know if labeling it citrus tiger is right but at least i mean i can't be any more transparent it's all over my website it's on my facebook page it's i mean i've talked about it a million times on the show i don't you know
0: but calling it a citrus tiger brings attention to the fact that there's something different than a normal tiger. And then you delve a little bit deeper, and that's when you find out what's going on. So it's a quick way to show that this is not a normal tiger, something different about this one. It's like how – and I have the same problems going through with the uh, HCQ uh, Queensland's, you know so- – uh, for the beginning, I used to call them high-contrast Queensland coastals because I was always told they were coastals. But you can't freaking tell, and you can't freaking know. So they're an HCQ thing, which is something completely different. And in my opinion, is a jungle-coastal cross. So, So
1: here's why I was saying what I was saying earlier about jungles. If yeah. a jungle guy is yelling at me because I'm selling a citrus tiger – and they're assuming that I'm selling that as a pure coastal. What's the difference? Because you're selling a jungle with an animal that's question mark in the lineage, right? Scott,
5: Scott? I wouldn't yell at you. Yeah, I, I wouldn't, yell wouldn't yell at you. you. <laughs> I, 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 I <laughs> you see what I'm saying? <laughs> no, no. Because no, because I think I think what you have to look at it is is if I give you lineage on this jungle, and you you look back and you're like, oh, it only goes back two generations. Is the same thing as you giving me the lineage on your 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 citrus tigers, and it's the same thing. So I mean, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna yell at you. I mean, if you breed a you know some crazy shit like a freaking cream tree python to it, yeah, then I might yell at you. But we're friends. <laughs> <laughs> we're
2: we're friends. I wouldn't do you that. That's the only
5: I'm at you. No, no, no. But but it, you know what I'm saying. I know what you're saying. It's don't be hypocritical, but the uh I see a lot of hypocrites these days, so uh, it, it's don't be a hypocrite if you're if you don't know the lineage and you're i get what you're saying i myself I wouldn't yell at you
1: because I have animals where you go back and there's unknown
5: right. so it's it's the same thing.
1: What about you brandon? you're a pure guy. what do you think i'm a you know i'm i
4: Uh, again, as long as it's been honestly represented you're excited about what you're doing and you're excited about honestly representing it to other people. For me, it's a passion deal and and you have to have the passion to do the right thing. And, to uh, produce the best animals that you can and to be excited and to make people excited. There's nothing cooler than when someone posts something that you produced and they're super excited about it. And, Oh, this is a great animal. I'm so stoked. And they can say what it is and show, you know, everything that you've put into it. And when it, you know, uh, again, a lot of my animals, they go back two or three generations. Some of them go back one or two generations. It's uh, I'm not going to put anything labeled pure. That's something that I don't think is pure. It's all about representing it honestly. Uh, the main problem, in my opinion, is with a lot of the new generation keepers, and obviously not all of them, but a lot of them, it's that they don't have that same passion for it you see it just all the snakes just throwing around all over the place and I'm worried that no matter what we do as breeders once we get to where we're doing 60 snakes a year 100 snakes a year you know when you're when you're one of those guys pushing them out I don't even want to talk about Nick's 800 snakes a year that's not fair but uh, (laughs) you can have that man you you know god bless him. (laughs) Mm -hmm. uh, i know right (laughs) you know all of those customers man they're not going to do the exact same thing and i think what we as a community need to focus on is passing that message and that mantle to where you know we have our our customers that are in the same mind frame and know that we are and not just dropping them off the radar the second the paypal clears right
1: right what about you riley
4: Brandon kind of nailed that one. Um, Yeah, he did. (laughs) Yeah, no, I completely agree with everything that's been said. It it really does boil down to accurate representation of whatever it is that um, you are selling, whether you produce it or not. Uh, If there are question marks, it is your duty to make sure those question marks are not hidden. Um, You know, if you're not claiming purity... Then you know it's kind of it's on the the more I think about it, the more I think about how, like as a buyer, you really should ask a plethora of questions and really dig deep whether whether it's pure or not, it just depends on the project you are ending up buying the animal for if you're if you're buying the animal for a certain project that you have in mind and purity is of importance. Then not only do you need to see lineage charts, but it needs to be substantiated, and it needs to come from reputable sources. It needs to be substantiated multiple times over. And obviously, you know, you weren't there to collect the animal from the field or experience, and and you know, you weren't there at that exact latitude and longitude at that time that its original ancestors came from. So, you know, you can only do so much. But um, I I just think you know to go outwardly and say pure is you, you really better be able to substantiate it. And I probably need to go through some of my labeling on my, my site and whatnot, um, just because although I don't have any doubts on purity, um, I haven't put together the charts to, to show for it. So if somebody, somebody were to ask me right now, um, I would say, yeah, as far as I'm aware, it's pure, but I, you know, I really – I'm not going to label it as such at this point in time you know, regardless of my doubts. But otherwise, you know that there's question marks in there. Whether you feel strongly one way or the other, it needs to be outwardly represented. I've got Mm -hmm. animals that, like, I have a jungle that comes from um, a friend of mine that was produced by uh, a wow line sibling from Todd uh, by a buddy of mine who produced it to uh, with or produced the baby with uh, a pet kingdom jungle. Um, that by word of mouth had pure lineage, but there was no you know, real follow-up, and it was outwardly admitted that there wasn't any concrete follow-up on it. So he never once represented it as pure, and he was pretty good about outwardly calling it an unknown, but if you asked, he would tell you what he was told, and there's no way in hell I'm calling this jungle a pure jungle. But I don't know what else to represent it as other than mm-hmm. undocumented jungle partially from these, you know, supposed lines. And, you know, I, I'm. you're not going to catch me labeling anything involved with this animal as pure. And that's the bottom line. If you're going to label it pure, you better have your homework to back it up. Otherwise, um, you should also make an attempt to clarify that it's not pure. And then the seller needs to ask, or the buyer needs to ask a lot of questions. hmm
1: yeah, I think I think for me, um, the one thing that always attracted me to IJs is, is that that road was sort of, um,
2: uh,
1: you know, there wasn't a whole lot of, uh, at the time that I was getting them, there, it wasn't like there was multiple generations of IJs that had been bred. I mean, they came into the States in, I think, 96 is when they first came in, and like uh, Riley you know, we have, we have IJs that, you know, we know came from the farm and were captive hatched. So, you know what I mean? So, so I think, I think with those, I think with Inlands, um, Diamond seem to be one of those things that those guys remain untapped and they refuse to, <laughs> to, to sort of, I mean, they've done it right from the beginning, in my opinion. Um, you know, people that bought diamonds. I guess this goes to the fact of what some of you guys said earlier is that, you know, they they bought diamond pythons and they didn't know the lineage, and you know, uh, then they found out that some guy just, you know, bred a a, jung- a jungle to a diamond, and you know, right. uh, now you got you got that. But, you know, I, f- I mean, would you guys agree about diamond pythons? I mean, you never see this nonsense with diamond pythons. With the guys that are they're hardcore diamond python breeders. But because you, you are remember, not going to buy a diamond if you don't have the lineage, right?
0: True, but do you remember in last year at Daytona, somebody had pure diamond babies on a table, and it was a dealer, and he had them up but there. But remember like, what I
2: said. <laughs> I know.
0: I remember what you said, but it was like, they were like, what, 250 bucks a piece or something like that? 400
1: bucks a piece. 400, 400 bucks, a, bucks
0: piece. a piece for babies. If a diamond python is 400 bucks a piece, what the hell are you doing? So I mean, that's just that—that that should be your first red flag into not buying this thing. And I've seen eighty-eight percent diamond blood animals, and they look so close to diamonds. It's—it's it's
1: hard. See, so, I disagree. I—I can—I think you can tell them a mile away. I used to not be not able. We're not all as good as you. I mean, but, but I—you just... know—having crosses <laughs> and having um, right pure diamonds you just can tell i i don't know there's just something different about them but um well,
0: but yeah if you if you want diamonds you care about diamond lineage you want pure diamonds you know the people to call you know you're not going and picking up diamonds at a show if you are you, you, you're not doing the project justice and you're selling yourself short and you're gonna end up with these things that could not even be pure diamonds
1: yeah, and I'm I, I, let me just clarify. I'm talking about specific breeders that have done their due diligence like uh right. you know, uh I think of uh Josh Easter, I think of yeah. um uh Gary Vale, uh guys like that who who are working with stock that's that's you know, that hasn't been altered. I mean, that That's kind of what gets me about like this whole thing. is like You don't see a surge. You want to figure out a different carpet python and you want to challenge. Why don't you get some diamond pythons? Do you know what I mean? like I love them. I, mm, I love right my there. diamonds.
2: Yeah. <laughs>
1: They're freaking Amazing. awesome. snakes Best animals.
0: They're get freaking hardy as hell.
2: <laughs> yeah. This, you know, like,
0: you know that, that was, when I was Coming up, Diamonds were the fragile carpet python that died in your garage in a styrofoam cooler when you tried to breed it, and but cost a shit ton of money. And to be honest, it is the complete opposite. It's a hardy animal. It, it You have to stop it from eating, because if you feed it like a normal carpet, you're going to kill it. But it will eat every single freaking time you're in there. Um, they're calm. They're just... I love them. If i would known... Then, what I know now, I would have nothing but diamonds. And bread life. They don't bite. No. They really
4: don't bite compared <laughs> to all the other carpet pythons. A, they're the hungriest damn snakes I have, and they never bit me. It's
0: crazy. <laughs> mm-hmm.
2: Yeah.
4: Yeah, they,
0: might they're be pretty the only
4: one in here. With
5: Change
0: that. Go get them.
1: Well, what the heck, man? <laughs> no, I don't have <laughs> diamonds. We'll I don't wait. Have diamonds. I oh, can't believe no? that,
0: okay. Scott. Yeah, that's that's weird, Scott. Because it's like a black and yellow non-morphed animal. Isn't that like completely in your wheelhouse? Yeah, but my
5: other problem is I have too many other et cetera's
0: and stuff and only so much room and time. But they're also animals that you routinely have to kick out of your snake room and get cool and you leave them alone for several months. Yeah, that would be nice. It would probably go well with the geckos. Mm. It's pretty sweet. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah, don't try same. to
5: talk my wife into that in a couple months, please I will <laughs> oh, you, know, you know I will, I'm going to
0: have pictures So yep.
5: Well, she'll be please, here the touching worst them one with that. So. <laughs> Yeah, please, <laughs> the worst one with
1: that
5: Yeah, please, Buddy's, buddy's the worst one with that Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. First Here, play with this free. Yeah. <laughs> The good news is I still have no no green trees in here still But that'll change there one you day go. You to work on that
1: so I guess the other hot topic uh, was the whole, uh, you know, caramel and super caramel, like with other genes like zebra and super zebra. Obviously, clearly, you can see that it's a super zebra, caramel and super caramel. Uh, what do you guys think of that?
2: I, I think know, Why you're the a caramel hot topic, it's,
1: a, it's it's the same topic. Oh, what? what?
5: As far you know what as I'm, what and what I mean misrep- by that is, and I, I mean I mean si- simply the uh, simply the it's the same thing as exanthic. I don't I don't know what the deal is with how you can tell them apart because I don't do morphs. But isn't it isn't it the same thing as the exanthic? Are what makes which is which, and is it being misrepresented? Uh
1: yeah, and, I guess uh, in a way yeah. I think with this. With that though, with the with the super caramel, I think the thing is, is that people, I mean, with an exanic, yeah, but with the super caramel, you can have an animal that looks like uh, what would be considered a super, but um, you know, you out. have no way to prove it. You mm-hmm. you can't prove that it's a super. So what, how do you represent that animal? Like what would be the correct well, way?
4: See, I've got – I do caramel to carmel Jack pairing, you know, yeah. and then this year right now I'm actually staring at what I hope is a pregnant female caramel Jack. Right. And, you know, it's, I can just say that as someone who sold their entire clutch from this year as, you know, I had – of them that I just sold as normal caramel, and I had, you know, the other 30%, I I kept one back that that I sold to friends as possible super that were to friends for the same price that I sold as caramels for, not a penny more, and and represented it honestly, there's nothing more irritating than seeing super caramel pop up on an ad from parents that you know aren't both supers, that that are proven supers. It's freaking annoying. You know, it's, yeah, it's probably pretty annoying for people that are following along that don't produce that stuff too, but when you've hatched it and you're doing it the way that you think it should be done, that's honest, and you see people that don't, it pisses you off.
1: Agreed. Owen, what do you think? Yeah, yes, well,
0: the thing is that I've been guilty of doing the whole Super Caramel thing because I kind of jumped into Caramel when They were still fairly new, and I was pumping out caramel animals, you know, around the same time some of the other higher-end people or more experienced larger collection people were. So I've been guilty of doing that, doing the representing of a super caramel. I will now talk to anybody who is purchasing an animal that I believe is your best shot at a super caramel, that it is not actually a super caramel – And I do charge more for the better-looking ones. That's just the whole gradient scale of how I charge for animals anyway. So that's where I'll go. In light of all these discussions, I'm probably going to start doing it and making it a little bit more blunt over the head, smash you in the face with that it's a not-going-to-be-proven-super-until-you-breed-it kind of stuff. Um, Because obviously I don't want to get caught in the middle Of all this, and I will say definitely, I've sold probably way more animals as just a normal caramel jag that come back with pictures like a year later, and it's like, holy crap, that thing is probably way better chance of being a super than anything I kept back, because, again, I don't want anybody coming at me a few years later after they bred it, and it turned out to not be a super, so... I will probably definitely be adding the words poss' in all capital letters to everything that I, you know, all my ads from now on. So, but it is a very real danger.
4: Oh, and you just have to get in the habit of catsing your ads.
0: Yeah, I know, all capital. <laughs> so <laughs> we, we
4: we in certain circles we call it catsing our ads. We we call it after after Stephen. Uh, all capitals, pure or not pure, percentages of blood. Didn't Phil come up with that? Heads. He inadvertently called it. He said, Yeah, I guess I need to do a better job of catching my ads. Um, I don't know if he meant it uh, in a negative way because it was pretty funny at the time and it, mm-hmm. it stuck and it, it's damn hilarious. Uh, yeah, you just got to catch your ads, man. If you catch your ads, you'll have good karma. We'll call it karma cat.
3: Well,
0: I have, I will, (laughs) if you've seen any of my ads, the first thing on there is who the parents were and all that fun stuff. And I've talked to anybody who's ever purchased a super from me and told them that it's, you got to prove it and all that fun stuff. But now I'm just going to hit them over the head with it so that there's no doubt. So that's pretty much how it just goes. It's just an extra step that you got to take to cover your own ass is what it's going to end up being. So that's yeah, fine.
4: Well, sure. Happens. And, 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 listing the pairing that produces animals not only is good for a potential buyer, but it eliminates that question that you're inevitably going to get from a prospective buyer. You know, of course. Uh, we're already there to like answer questions. And, you know, if we're selling animals, anybody who thinks that answering questions is annoying, you're in the wrong in the yeah. wrong avenue, you're gonna answer questions. If you're selling anything, it doesn't matter what it is, you better, you know, you signed up, buckle up. Um, but if you're if you're selling something and you wanna reduce the frequency of some of those questions that are really, really, really easy to uh precipitate and just like prevent from happening at all, you know, take that extra thirty seconds and put it in your ad, not pure or sire was this, damn was this. They come from these lines, uh, although I can't substantiate it from this, or I do have the paperwork to substantiate it and, uh, you know, include it in a comment or ask, you know, if they really want to know and they're looking to buy, then you send it to them personally, you know, just be completely transparent. And then, you know, if they're asking you questions, that's good. But if they're asking you a, a ton of questions, you probably, you know, left them yeah, stuff you, out you're of it.
2: Yeah, you there yeah yeah
4: well, you know you save yourself a headache later and put all that info in in at the time, and then you don't get you know a bunch of questions taken up your day and, you don't know, get a bunch of people pissed off at you
0: but this is the evolution of ads <laughs> and, and and if you're not willing to change your ads, you're just going to end up getting left by the wayside or end up screwing up. I mean like when I first started, it was carpet pythons, and that was it, and you had a bunch of pictures of animals underneath it and then it was jungle carpet pythons or coastal carpet pythons or IJ carpet pythons. Like it started off with that stuff and then it started getting into the morphs and it was Jag and then it was jungle Jag and it specified different things. So obviously things need to change. You need to be willing to adapt. If you're doing something this way and public per- the perception is that you need to alter it or go that next level down an explanation on the ad, you should be willing to do that. So, you know, Yeah, I'm going to hit people over the head with the word possible for all this season. So it might even be possible coastal, possible carpet python. We don't know what it is. Could be a (laughs) mechalas. So, you know, that's that's what I'm going to have to do. And I'm totally fine with that. So that I don't pass on something to somebody that is going to get them pissed off at me. And that's the whole point of this. We're
4: possibly in 2017. Maybe. We could
0: possibly be somewhere else. This is possibly Eric Burke. So my name tag at, <laughs> my name tag at all, all my name tags at Carp will be possibly Owen McIntyre, okay? Like, it, it's just going to be my favorite word all 2017.
1: Hold on. Crist there is no you know we doubt. Do,
0: get name tags. Yeah.
1: There's no doubt that you are Owen McIntyre. <laughs> That's There's not true. no doubt. <laughs> like, what was it? The
0: last, the last Southern Carp Fest, I was walking around with a name tag that said Marco Shea. I fooled everyone. No one knew.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> all
1: right. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> um, okay. So, I don't know. What else? What else are you guys going to throw out there? What else you want to talk about? You want to talk about auctions? What do you, oh, it, you want to talk about? Rage. Bring it, Oh, you don't
5: need a rage. Come on, man. Oh, oh, actually, that's I what do. I want. Jesus. That's all I want.
4: <laughs> Somebody give Scott, like... Is spotlight in the <laughs> mic right now?
0: That's what I want to do. Which, you know. Uh,
5: you all think. right. They all want to let the dog stop. off the leash. Luckily, Dude, I worked last night, so I'm fucking shot. So I'm being <laughs> good tonight. Um. <laughs> Here, I'm gonna say this. I'm gonna say this. Um. You don't have to breed fucking everything with Coleka.
2: <laughs> you you
5: don't you don't have to breed everything. Just because you have these animals doesn't mean you have to breed them, just to make babies and just to sell them. Slow down, because there is God man the the market is flooded and we know there the multitude of reasons for that. But just slow down, you know. Don't and it goes in and it, and that kind of connects to your the auction thing because let's face it. Now there's auction and I'm glad I don't really give a shit about the market. I don't cuz I don't have to because I don't try to, I don't try to. But there is other people that do need to care and stuff and mm. when you see these animals just <laughs> the price on them going ridiculously low, I can understand how that would be annoying, you know? I mean I see that even with jungles you see it, but a lot of us don't I try to stay I try to keep my prices around what the rest of the guys are doing. You know, for nice black and yellow snakes, I don't try to lowball. I don't. I don't really try to go higher, or I'll at least start a little higher and see what happens. But you know, that that kind of connects to the auction. Don't overproduce and then freaking flood the market.
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah, I took off this year. You know couple reasons one the main reason is just because of the animals but the other one is is that like i just wanted uh you know it's nice to have a break you know i mean i don't do this for a living and i i looked at it as you know what's the best interest for the animals yeah i might not have you know i might be a year behind everybody else and this or that or whatever but who gives a shit i don't you know it's like i tried to take a year off yeah, <laughs> yeah, you did. I tried. I, I honestly did. Uh, see how easy they are to breed. You can just not try and you still get eggs. But yeah, don't remind I don't me. <laughs> That's just my thoughts. I mean, you know, I don't know. It's not. It's not about the money for me. It never has been. But you know, I, I understand people that, and I've invested a lot of money into these projects because, you know, I bought them when they were like, you know. In the five to ten thousand dollar range, you know, and I haven't made that money back. But I don't know. I, I that's why I don't sell snakes, Owen. <laughs> I know it's annoying. It's,
0: I know, I know, and it's you know, it's. I've thought about taking years off, and this is why I kind of just there are certain pairs that I would much rather produce than others, and. A lot of times it's the wild type things that aren't even carpet pythons that I'd be most excited for to have eggs. So yeah. I don't know. What about you guys? Dominican Red Mountain Boas. No one likes
2: (laughs) those. No one likes (laughs) (laughs) those things. God, I hate
0: those things. I don't get
4: it. If you want a red snake, why would you get that one?
0: I didn't. They were given to me and they're somehow still here. So it's
2: Yeah, but you I sell out of the shows. for cool. I know. Yeah, and
0: I don't your know why. group has expanded. It's only by one that was again was given <laughs> to me. It shit keeps happening. All right, so you know, come on. You want a good red
4: snake? Get yourself a Brazilian rainbow boa.
0: I hate them too.
4: <laughs> I hate. Ah, yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I hate boas.
4: Uh. Or, or get you, an IJ. You know, they no, no,
0: no, no. See, you're you're still going wrong. It's bad all around.
1: <laughs> Come on, man. No One bread day. No love,
0: man. Bread life, a bread life. Bread life, a red light. I have the bread light. Red light of red. Done.
1: There we go. <laughs> you could always get a red blood python.
0: No. We yeah. tried that. It hates me. <laughs>
1: <laughs> we had to
0: send it to Matt. So, you know.
1: I'm, I'm noticing a trend. All the red snakes, you don't... You Apparently, don't really get I have others <laughs> like... The, Certain
0: red do no know. Good. <laughs> No good. Nothing red, apparently. It's the new rule.
1: Yeah.
0: yeah. The world's worst matador of snakes. I am, apparently. <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know. Yeah, auctions, I, you know, I, I don't even think I really care about that, to be honest with you. I mean, I, I don't know. It's just not going to change the way I price my animals. I'm not worried about sitting on them, it, you know.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: It's the stuff that you saw
4: posted online in the classifieds and classifieds for a certain price for like a month, and it didn't sell, so then it goes to auction. Yep, yeah. auctions are just <laughs> another attribute of a healthy uh, market. Look at you know automobiles, like the the auto industry. There is retail, there's used, reused, and there's auctions. It, it, do you think the auction prices of cars change what, you know, those vehicles retail for? Hell no. They don't care because it's an, it's an understanding that you're not getting it from a dealer. You're not getting it from the source. So it's going to come with an inherent level of risk and issues, and it's not going to be brand new. And if you want brand new, or in the case of the reptile community, if you want, you know, all the details straight from the horse's mouth and you want, you know, if you want it straight up without, you know, sugarcoating it, you go to the breeder. Otherwise, you know, you get what you pay for. Like if you're going to buy secondhand, um, if there's information that later on doesn't add up, the only person you have to blame is yourself. Um, And and I learned that uh, myself recently, and it is what it is. I also have animals that, You know, I learned stuff that like wasn't ideal, but it didn't change the fact that I still like the way the animal looks and I'm still moving forward with it. It just it is what it is. If you're not willing to ask the questions then you can't be pissed at anyone else other than yourself.
1: Right. Yeah, I'd agree with that.
5: I don't think anybody's really asking the questions anymore. I think they see the label and that's where they walk, you know, whatever the morph is, or whatever it is, and that's what they go away with.
1: Yeah, it's we kind didn't of... make it important enough. What do you mean? It's not some.
4: That's eh, not something that we push. It's not something that we made important enough. It's not something that we instilled. Mm-hmm. You know, because I, I you, think those guys that you are saying that about. No, go ahead. No, no. finish. Go ahead. You know, it's just it, that's, that's, again, that's the new generation of keepers where we all hear about it, where, you know, the ball python market's out. So, ooh, carpets have gotten new more. The retake market's kind of crazy. It's actually pretty legit. I like the retake market. I wish I had enough room. Mm. Um, you know, but again, the, you know, about that for a second, ooh, this is an opportunity. It's the opportunistics. Or just the new guys that are teenagers and think snakes are the coolest thing in the world and just want to get something freaking awesome for a great price because they don't have a job. That's fine. I I get it. But the questions and the knowledge and what you should look for, you know, that's not something that we've instilled the way that we should into the new generation of keepers. Yeah,
5: I I agree. I think, uh, you know, when I first came, into the Morelia family on the internet wise, I, I, first off, I I came from a place where I I did a lot more of keeping my mouth shut in the early days and just watching and listening. Mm -hmm. I think that's changed. You know, these guys, everybody want everybody wants to become known today. And a lot of these guys don't know shit. Like if I walk into, let's say I go into, let's use Facebook. If I go into a group for some random species that I'm interested in, I'm not going to walk in there and act like I know what the fuck I'm talking about. You know, I'm just going to walk in. I'm going to watch. I'm going to listen, you know, learn. And then maybe one day I can actually join in the conversation and and speak educated about it. But um, I, I think when I first came in, I think of the guys that I watched have conversations about this stuff. And it's all the names on these fucking snakes now, and, and the lineages, or are, are the breeders. Maybe not the old lineage, you know, you go back to hair and all that, these guys weren't Facebook people, but, you know, Jason, Nick, Howard, Mike Curtin, all these guys I watched have discussions about these things, arguments, debates, whatever, and you know I didn't say shit for a long time and when I did it usually wasn't about carpets it was about other stuff that it, maybe I knew a little bit more about at the time like white lips or something like that and uh now like you said it's it's different they don't they don't do the same thing they come in and those guys aren't on facebook anymore they're very busy with their lives you know we all have jobs freaking jobs and families and you know three kids and this that the other thing and you know, buying houses and doing this and you're not on Facebook as much now you're getting a different generation of keeper, like you said, and they, they usually, they find someone to like cling on to that just breeds a lot of pretty snakes, but maybe isn't the best role model. I guess that's the way to put it. You know, I don't know. It's just different but, now. But well, like I said, they're not asking the same questions. And, and I guess that is on some of us that we haven't, Put the focus on that as much.
1: Well, what are you talking about? We've been doing a podcast for five yeah, years. Yeah, God damn it. So I, Jesus Christ.
0: I mean, well, how much more? Well, info? No, no, what else? <laughs> no,
5: now, but I'm saying before this, I mean, tell me I'm wrong. Tell me, and we've had the conversation.
0: We've had, well, no, no. We've had the, uh, no, no. There's, there's a reason we have the podcast, and that's pretty much one of the big ones. But, I mean, when I first got started, I went online and I didn't think I knew enough to comment or be involved in these arguments or debates or things like that because I hadn't bred that I had like four coastals and thought I was a badass. You know, that's just how it goes, where you kind of weigh in a little bit more or you you watch and you listen and you learn, and you talk to, Pete, you talk to breeders at shows and you kind of almost go through a little bit more of a mentoring thing where you kind of learn from them, talk to them, ask them to elaborate on stuff you saw online, and then – Eventually when you start being successful in your breathing and your keeping, then you kinda of start getting pulled into the conversation. Now it yeah. seems like everybody just volunteers and dives right in. You know, and I I I don't even feel comfortable enough diving in on a lot of these conversations that people have had. Like all these <laughs> exotic all these exotic, uh conversations because I've never produced Xanax. Um and I would all I would be doing is going in and speculating from what I've heard from somebody else. Like I would jump in and be like, well, Nick said he did this, but you know who should be weighing in on what Nick did? Yeah. Nick. Nick. <laughs> there is
5: tons of that. There is tons of that.
0: And and that would be pretty much it. I, if I were going to do anything, it would be to tag the people who I feel could contribute the most to the conversation. And then I would sit back and watch. So it would be like tagging Nick, tagging Paul, you know, trying to get those guys to start the conversation. And then once they've weighed in, the conversation's over. You know, if, if they come in and say like, not a lot's been done, we're trying to figure it out. It could be this, this, or this. We're going to bring this, this, this to figure it out. Okay, cool. Instead it's like, well, I heard Well, who gives a shit what you heard? Who are you? You know, get out of here. Unless you're somebody who's like produced so many exanics in either Australia, Europe, United States, don't just leave it, leave it be. But that's just my own personal pet peeve.
5: And that's so. and that's Facebook, though, where everybody can comment and put their opinion. Everybody wants to give their opinion because everyone wants to make a name for themselves. But it's better just to sit back. Just watch, and I'm not saying you don't have to join the conversation. But like you said, don't join it with "I, I heard," or you know, you know, third hand information. This in my understanding it. of it. Yeah, yeah, like that, and that's that's specific to morphs. I mean, if you're gonna join it, if you're gonna, if someone comes to a group and says, "Hey, how do you keep carpets?" and you're gonna tell them that, that's pretty easy. That's pretty standard at this point. That's why I'm the same way with you, Owen. You don't see my ass in any conversations to do with any morphs or any. Anything like that, because right. I don't know. I don't keep these morphs. I have no idea how to tell the difference between this and that. I I don't care, so I'm not
1: involved in it. I don't involve myself in it. But right, yeah, but I guess I think I think my thinking is is that I mean when we started there was there was basically the forum. Now there's there's a book, there's a podcast, there's uh, you know Facebook a lot discussion of page. Uh, yeah, you know I mean. You look at uh, anybody that's serious about, you know, you know, does this and is passionate about it and they have and they've bred this stuff. They have a website with info and lineage and pictures and, you know, it just takes a little, a little, a little time to research stuff and, and, you know, you can't. The one thing that listening to any podcast or any reptile guy ever talk, no matter what species it is, you hear it all the time. The guys that are super successful are the ones that took their time and, and build up their collection slowly. Doesn't matter what species it is, or if it's morphs or not morphs, it, it doesn't make a difference. You know, um, they they just uh, they take their. I don't know. I, that's just my. It's not like you can do this overnight. You can't just walk in and say, "All right, well, I'm going to spend X amount of money, and tomorrow I'm going to be carpetbagger masquerader." <laughs> you know what I mean? mean oh, so climb my way to the top. We've seen yeah. it multiple times. You those see people, people go, burn out, and usually those people go. You know? Yeah. But uh, I don't know.
5: I think the problem now is some people kind of. Attached to those people, though. They see them doing that, and they see very nice snakes, because anybody can spend money and buy two very nice snakes. Anybody can produce nice-looking snakes if they buy nice-looking snakes. It's not that hard. It's Pythons, anyway. You know what I mean? It's not that hard. Sure. Yeah. But, like you said, the guys that take their time and actually put work into doing something, whether it's proving out something, or put the work in for lineage, or any kind of work and spend the time doing that, those are the guys that last.
1: Yeah. Well, I think of guys like you and Andrew and Chris and, you know, all these guys, when it comes to jungles and like very specific on what you're looking for. I mean, like super specific, like nah, that's too much of this, Nah, that's too much of that. Nah, 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 nah. You know what I mean? And, you know, you guys, when you produce offspring, it shows, you know, um,
5: and that's what so, I said. Anybody can make nice jungles. I shouldn't have the credit for that. It's the guys who did it before me that I bought the snakes from. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I wish yeah, I but, bought
1: nice snakes from these guys. Yeah, you know. that's true. But at the same time, you had the, the foresight to sort of say, okay, well, uh, you know, where can I get the nicest ones from? And But what I'm saying is, at least in my opinion, what I observe is you guys are super specific about you know like for instance if the banding is a certain way or if it has a little bit of black in this you know what i mean and you you guys have really top-notch animals and it shows and you know you can't always win with that just because you buy from nice animals you sometimes you get ugly snakes from nice animals man
5: (laughs) oh yeah no nice jungles can make ugly jungles jungles and ugly jungles oh yeah oh yeah you know, wow. it's it's a weird it's a weird thing, but I mean, like I said, taking your time. I mean I, I it's it's about legacy, man. It's about taking your time to do these things is and someone who we all know I am not saying any names tonight, but we all know he brought that up to me and he said there's a reason why people breed jags all the time, this that the other thing and but yet no one's really bred well, people have, but nowhere near the work on like Somalia, scrub pythons or White lips or this because these things actually take fucking time. You know what I mean? Oh like, yeah. You can you Absolutely. can breed carpets in in three years. You know, but mm-hmm. shoot, I, how long have I had scrubs now? And everyone's like, when the fuck are you breeding them? I'm like, I don't know. I'm growing her up so goddamn slow that it's taking time. You know, maybe two more years, but um, you know, no one wants to take their time and really do a project anymore. They all want to. They all want to produce things this year and sell these things and then produce more of these things next year year and, you know, take a little time with it, put a little work into it, you know? Yeah. At the end of the day, no one's going to care. At the end of the day, no one's going to care about some 16 thing or some high percentage of whatever, you know, put the effort in, take pride in what you're doing. That's what people really care
4: about. Yeah. Yeah all newcomers into Morelia should should be forced to work with localities on one level or another and learn to appreciate something that doesn't have a morph. Like oh if people idea. got these, these import uh, IJs and saw them as babies through the first year and a half or whatever it is year plus right now, it's ridiculous. And if you can't appreciate that, you don't, you, you don't have any right working with the species in general. Like, these these uh, West Papuan hatchlings imported in from a grabbed female into, you know, a farm situation and then came in as tiny little, like, underfed, fresh things that, like, you could look at them and guess what they might look like, but you have really, like, zero idea what they're going to look like as adults. If you can't appreciate that endeavor right there, mm-hmm. you just in. you know the wrong reasons like it's all about watching the grow and seeing what they come out to and I'm I'm actually handling this animal right now that uh, I wanted because he was red and he was really unique and I didn't really know what he was going to look like and um, he's one of the best of the group and there's no morph involved he's not you know exceptionally striped out or anything he's just just different and if you can't appreciate that like you're missing the point
0: yeah. Uh
1: I agree. You know, um agreed. <laughs> IJ's uh audio went out for me. Oh, okay. Um Those uh those IJ's th- that's what I was saying earlier. The IJ's are like uh I don't know, there's just something about them. And then when you see them as adults with the big chunky head, I mean I don't know, man. They're a pretty impressive carpet, if you ask me. That's just my opinion. I don't think anything beats a, a an IJ's head. When you look at other carpets, they're just they're just different. They're like, I don't know.
4: Toff Owen, what's that? I said Toff Owen. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he his collection will be forever incomplete without ID.
2: Yeah, I need he's some
4: uh, too. I need to buy some from
1: Tony. <laughs> yeah, Tony
4: yeah. Dwar. Tony Dwar, man. There's a guy who has. I think he has two clutches that he's held back. That he hasn't even sold any of them. He might have yeah. like one or two, but he's like keeping all of his old backs here to see how they turn out. Oh yeah, I need to get a pair of those. Oh, yeah. They look pretty good. We we give that guy crap because he doesn't sell anything because he holds it all back. He enjoys it so much, and it that you don't see that anymore. And that's that's beyond commendable. Like if you like your stuff so much that you're not selling any of it, that's the sign of somebody's putting some work in. And those are people, you know, that we need more of.
1: They get it. Yeah. Yeah. I, you know, another one that, uh, I, I, I can't believe that people haven't, and, and it, I guess it goes to your point, Scott, if there's not a morph involved, it kind of just like, you know, nobody gives a shit about it. Inland carpets, they're fr- they're, they're the best. I mean, it, it's, when you see them in person, you're like, holy shit, why don't I have one of these? And nobody get nobody cares. It's crazy. No, well, there's
5: some there's some people that care. Oh, oh, I, liked I, it. I who, who, Where did we see one? Who had it the one day? Who had it at Carpet Fest? Who had the Inland?
1: Wasn't a had it. No What's Inlands at Carpet I Fest. Oh, that hmm. was an old Carpet Fest. It was uh, actually I bought that from Ben.
0: Yeah. Okay. Was it that, That's beautiful yeah, animal. Ben, ben had absolutely them. Yeah, funny he... animal kept tempting me with them when he used to split the table with me. So,
1: yeah. yeah, but you don't see like a huge, you know, I don't know. I don't see it. I love You don't them. see I a giant awesome. folly.
0: To be but honest, you, don't you see, see more of a like folly than breadline. Yeah. yeah. Because Why? of Morse. Morse.
2: <laughs> there's there's
0: Morse in breadline. There's a reason yeah.
1: to start a breadline
0: project because you can get heightened stripes. With inland uh, we only have access to what stripe.
1: No, there's not even know. stripe. There's never that's mind not proven out. Yeah, come on, man. Yeah, did you I see did.
2: those
0: peppered ones that are in Australia right now? Though these things are fine Well, we, yeah,
2: there's we've we've been obsessed pepper, yeah. with
0: those. I mean, that that <laughs> if I've already contemplated committing mass crimes to get them, I mean that's yeah,
1: yeah, they're hot, but. Just the just the animal itself. I don't know. Yeah. Do either you guys have Inlands, Riley or Brandon?
4: No, not yet. I need some now. I'd like some. It's on the list. Yeah, it's on the yeah. list. I got oh, you. On the list, of course. Um. Every time I talk to Todd, I'm like, well, do I really need to put money away this month? I'm like, God, bad, bad Riley, bad. Yeah, no, <laughs> he's really good at testing things. Yeah. So, no. Yeah.
1: Darwins are an another IJ one. Again. You might.
5: Well, it's one I produced.
1: I w- oh, hmm. you have. Uh, you still have one?
5: No, I have none. I uh, I sold all my IJs, but I I had one that came from uh, a mixed the female that passed away. Uh, was I got egg bound. I got three eggs from, and uh, I had sold it to Brian Schaefer because he's actually he's local to me. Right. And uh, he said he he said he might sell it back to me, and I told him that I might have to take her back because she was she was a gorgeous animal. So I might I might take her back and have yes, one IJ in the collection again.
0: There you go. Damn! I'll give you granite. You can breathe with it.
5: No, no, she's heck granite. If it makes you feel better, but
0: no, it doesn't. It makes you better better. if anything, it makes me feel worse. Thank you. So.
4: <laughs> oh, and you are going to have to come grip. Come to grips with nope. your nope. your IJ nope. fear sooner or later. Don't
1: care, <laughs> not doing it. <laughs> you know doing in twenty up. in twenty twenty when Owen is buying IJs, he'll look back on this show Thomas. like he looks back on the very first years. Those when are he said he would Never have scrubs and never have white lips. I got rid of all the scrubs, <laughs> thank God. Dumbass. Yeah. yeah. Why would you do that, man? It's terrible. It's terrible. So, well, terrible. I Well I my say, scrubs. When
0: When I say I got rid of the scrubs, there's very large quotations in the air because they're not with me. Those of you who who can read between those lines and know what I'm talking about, draw your conclusions.
5: Yeah, I know
0: know all the story.
5: I know the story now, too. I'm very excited.
2: Yeah.
1: (laughs) Yes. No more talking. Very, very excited. (laughs) No more
0: talking. All right.
1: But what else do you guys want to hit on? Anything, or are we done? We all everybody... are we all raged out. Do we want to burn <laughs> the hey, house down. I are we mean, just we're just we're up? all
4: here. We, uh, we, let's see. We went through the the caramel debate with the the super and the accurate representation of we they the Xanthic the, the stuff lightly. I feel like we might have hit ten on on the speaker, but I, I don't know. We didn't we didn't go to eleven or fifteen.
2: Nah, so, nah. Those,
4: are, those, those are
0: those are Sorry, guys. technically.
4: Yeah. Technically, none of it's being recorded anymore, so only the
0: hardcore guys are listening anyway. Well, it, that's it, right. It's being recorded now, so yeah, you're right. So, now the
1: shit burns down.
0: Yeah, so now would be the time <laughs> yeah. to do it because it'll take like, a couple man. days for everybody to listen and then comment. So it's, it's
5: sad that I was fucking tired because I otherwise I could have gotten it more fired up. I'm sorry, fellas. Damn it! No, it's, it's all quit good. Your job. You want this? You want this? Stop saying we're going to please ourselves because we're not going to fucking please ourselves because Thank half you. you aren't going to actually do it. Right. You're right. Also, stop fucking saying you want to be part of the Morelia family if you're not going to fucking stick up to the Morelia family because you fucking don't <laughs> tell you.
4: Right. Yeah. <laughs> I don't. Yeah. You we guys, should, have, we should right. have a rule. We should have a set of rules. If somebody calls you out for some bullshit and you complain about being called out, you're you're getting. I don't know. It's, it's just, yeah. You have to be able to take it. That's the problem. If somebody calls you out or questions you on something, if you don't have an answer and you can't back it up or, you know, at least say, you know what, you're right, I fucked up, or uh, you're right, I did uh, omit some information that I should have included this, or this is more thorough. If you can't, you know, have some humility about yourself and, like, own up to a mistake or at least be able to provide the information that people are questioning about – then you know take what's coming because honestly if you're if you're hiding shit like people are gonna have it out, and you know if you wanna if you want to misrepresent shit and you wanna you know complain about it later, like don't message me about it because people are bitching at you for misrepresenting stuff like you know put, put you know, 66% pause head or 50% pause head or 100% head or, you know, it's 87.5% this, you know, go that extra mile and then you probably won't have people bitching at you. Otherwise, if someone's going to throw heat your way, you better be able to, like, volley it back or take it because at this point everybody's fed up with, like, buying something and then, you know, a, a year later they find out, it's not pure coastal, it's got IJ in it, or there's some question marks here and there, like, you know, don't don't mess with people, like, that's not nice. <laughs>
0: yeah. <it's, laughs> you get
4: to the root of it, that's not cool, and then, guess what, people find out a, later, a year later that you're a dickhead because, like, you omit some shit on purpose? Like, dude, that's even worse. Uh yeah. Be straight up with your shit, like, if, if it's not pure, own it, who cares? Uh, people probably, myself included, respect honesty a lot more than that, so, it, you know, if you're gonna claim back it, it up.
5: Passion passion meter's it. going up, I like it.
4: Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, it's the, the best way to charity down on the BOI. Yeah. Yeah. It, have, you, have you noticed in a BOI post? Somebody's like, oh, you know what? You're right, this shouldn't have happened. This animal's this, I'm gonna fix it. Boom, like the issue solved. Like there's one thing yeah. I I will give props of, on Phil Starkey on and Star Pythons. is do you guys remember the post where a snake ate a paper towel? <laughs> no,
0: but uh, yeah, I don't put a pass no. in. Okay, yeah. okay. Well, one. My neighbor
4: <laughs> okay, that. well there yeah. was. Well, this this was an issue where a girl had had a snake delivered to her, and it regurgitated a paper towel, and he, she had bought it from Star. Right. Philip immediately hopped on and said, "I will pay for your vet visit. Take the animal to the vet. Make sure it's good to go. Send me the bill." I'll make sure that you're squared away and taken care of. And then the conversation was immediately over. Boom, it's done. You know, yeah. something like that's how you squash a boi. Not trying to throw dirt back at the other person. That doesn't get you anywhere, right? Right. Yeah, handling that out in the open and doing the right thing about it as soon as you hear about it is is the way to go. If you have to message somebody privately and back alley like criticize somebody or work a fucking deal about it, like the fact that you're not being transparent about it from the first onset after you've been called out, that doesn't bode well. If if something happens, you know, nobody's going to give you crap about it. Like, to err is human, you know? Like, that's the bottom line. People make mistakes. It's not about that you made a mistake. It's about how you respond to it. And if you're going to, you know, sell something to somebody and they have some sort of issue about it down the line, that's, gonna happen one way or another it's about how you handle it if there's a mistake on either end or if it's just an accident the fact that you're participating in it is where it counts and if you don't and if you try to hide from it or you try to cover it up you know you start looking shady about things then guess what you know you're gonna reap what you sow you made the bed you're sleeping in it so um it's all about being honest that's it be 100 percent yourself humility honest and and be there for customers spending money with you when they could have gone
1: somewhere else,
4: you know, getting that extra minute.
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah. Customer service, right. It all goes back to that, right. (laughs) That's what sets people apart, you know, not, I mean, people will be, you know, attracted to the snakes that you breed, but, you know, like, if you have a problem with something, I think of, like, a guy like, uh, obviously this is Condros, but I think of Buddy Buscemi, you know what I mean? You you buy snakes from him, um, and then you have a problem. I mean, oh, and how many times did we have issues with Condros that we were texting them or, you know, messages at them? (laughs) <laughs> you know, and he's just felt he like always I took never the time to talk to us. Yeah. yeah.
0: I, 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 it, was like, it was like, this is my first snake ever. I'm like, it won't eat. He goes, calm down. You know, <laughs> give it a minute. Do this, do that. I'm like, what do I do now? He goes, leave it the hell alone. It's like there's there's help for that. And obviously that's why you go to the breeder that you go to, which is why it's hilarious that every time somebody asks me to recommend somebody for green trees, I tell them, buddy, you and then they go buy it off of a dealer's table after the thing was like transported over here in a water bottle. And it's like, are you kidding me? So can't you lead a horse in water?
5: Dude, yeah. I tell them buddy boots and I've never bought a chondro from him. I don't have chondros in the collection yeah. these days, but dude's a good dude and I've yeah. had multiple good conversations with him and I, I just, you know, he's always helpful. He's always good. So that's, Like I said, I've never dealt with them business-wise, but I still send them to him because I'm like, just he'll answer your questions. He's got incredible animals. Go talk to him.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah, from an outside perspective, uh, there was, uh, I can't remember. I think it's the Facebook group is uh, Buy, Sell, Chat, Condros or something like that. Mm -hmm. And there was some guy on there, and Buddy was talking to him, and, and the guy was like, you don't know nothing about Condros, something along that line. Are you freaking (laughs) serious? Yeah. So, so then Uh, Julie got, so Julie got involved and then Julie was saying something and, and and they were like the same way. And it was like, I don't know who you are. What have you done with Condro's? And I'm like, are you, Oh my God. Oh, (laughs) stop.
0: Stop for five seconds and Google you idiot.
1: So yeah, that's whatever. But I don't know.
0: Whatever.
2: Huh. What else we got, we'll get, fellas?
5: We're, we're getting there. We're getting there soon, guys. Don't worry.
2: Oh, I know. <laughs>
4: Treat people like you want to be treated, and you don't have to worry about this crap. Yeah. Amen. Don't
0: be an, That's That's actually one of the rules on the Morelia Pick of the Week is don't be a dick. And, you know, that's just pretty much it. And if you are, I'll ban you immediately. So, it's just don't – well, there's no reason to be an asshole. You're not anything special either. Shut up. So, that's my thing. Yeah,
4: everybody, everybody has questions at one point or another. If you're gonna ask a question and somebody comes harping on you, you're gonna feel like shit afterwards. You're gonna be like, God damn it, that sucked. That, that was a really crappy experience. You don't want to be that guy associated with that crappy experience. Everybody started at one point or another, and you could be 15 years into breeding whatever species it is and still come up with questions. And if you're gonna go ask a question, good for you. But if you're gonna hide, from asking question because people are being to you. Like, that's not that's right. When there's something wrong with the community. It's like that's your answer your reaction is to be afraid of something like that. Like, right. There's something wrong with the system in that and uh, case in point being the Carbon Python discussion board. People ask all the time. They post a photo. I got this in this situation. You know, I was told it was it. And if I were to go on there and say like, God damn it, this is a stupid question. It's asked a hundred times. Like, why don't you read anything? it's not going to do anything for that person, the snake, or the community. You know, all I have to do is take 30 seconds out of my day to explain the importance of asking questions and knowing lineage or locality and this and that. And if I take that extra 30 seconds, I've literally changed that person's outlook and perspective on things. And it might seem insignificant at the time, but, you know, everybody's complaining about overproducing. Well, if we're overproducing, that means our, you know our customer base is there. And if we're shunning people or shaming people and scaring them away, we're not doing anything good for ourselves just from a sales standpoint, you know? And then if you want to get away from the sales standpoint and just talk about the holistic, like just being nice to people, the general basis of it all, you still have to go to that foundational aspect of taking, you know, the time to like coach somebody into things. You don't necessarily have to be a mentor, but, if you're gonna be that asshole that just is like crass and short and just doesn't spend that time of day with somebody who doesn't know any better. Then you know, it is what it is. You're gonna you're gonna burn things down if you keep going that way. So we owe it to ourselves to like take that time,
5: right? Dude, learn learn who to go ask questions to. I tell people this all the time because I just spent the last month uh, asking questions of certain people about these fucking. T- Rare ass day geckos for my wife that are actually badass. Now that I start looking into them, that's the worst thing. When your wife gets into shit and you start getting into it, and you're like, oh yeah, that's awesome. And then next thing you know, your room's half of that.
2: <laughs> that's a
5: problem. But uh, I, I'm lucky to have friends in different in different uh, communities or with different uh, you know likes and stuff. And I went to my buddy. I said, hey, I'm thinking about getting this. He he sent me the right direction. He's like, go talk to this person, this person, this person. They might not have the animals for sale, but you will learn. And I spent the last month and a half, like, soaking up information about these little small geckos that I'm getting after my honeymoon for my wife that are pretty cool. But um, it's about knowing who to ask the questions to. There's people that are really good about that. Uh, Howard Redding said that to me today. He said, you know, if I don't know the answer, I know the guy who does and I'll send you there. Don't just give the answer if you don't know it,
4: you know
2: yeah really learn
5: a lot if you go to the right people, ask the right questions
2: don't man
4: when I started on the when I started on the um, really Python forums, and I was nineteen years old. I remember, and I was watching all the old school guys, you know, going back and forth about this and that. I didn't say a word. I think I've got, like, 100 posts maybe in, like, a year. Then after that, I was on it for multiple other years. I posted a bunch. But, you know, that that first year, you just absorb it. And, yeah, everyone's got to have something to say now. They don't want to absorb it anymore. They just want to be listened. They just want to be yes. heard. They, they want to listen. be
0: part of the list of people that are have the conversation they want to be the spotlight they want to have the spotlight on them so
5: yeah that's, that's
0: not how shit should get done so
5: if we want our community to be separate from shittier communities like we all say oh, we want this to be better this to be better we need to do that but mm-hmm. a lot of people aren't doing that they're not like i said first off we're not pleasing ourselves and honestly i don't think that's going to happen because in, in in human nature and in real life, that's probably not going to happen. Pete, there, no. you're going to have one side that likes one side. You're going to have other side that's on the other side. Yeah. There's nothing we can do about that. But if you really want to talk about this community, like it's a family, then you fucking need to start acting like it. Cause there's a whole lot of people out there that are not.
1: Right. How yeah. so?
5: Oh shit. Sorry. I didn't hear you. There. What'd you say?
1: I said, how so? What do you mean? What are they doing? They're just being assholes well, to each other or Um,
5: I don't know. How much do I wanna say? I think for one, for instance, if a known flipper comes in and posts some shit and maybe someone tries to help him out and say, "Man, you know the way things work here go a certain way, you know, this, that, the other thing, maybe you should word it this way. Don't put pure jungle in that. And if you're gonna step in and actually defend that person instead of helping someone who's been
4: around a little while and who's not, was not being a dick, eh, maybe don't do that. You know, and, and I have a system for that because it happens all the time. There was one in a group I was in the other day where it was the whole super caramel conversation. And, you know, he posted caramel to caramel pairing, but he advertised it to super caramel, you know, and I, I, I just, I, I formed it as a question. Hey, shouldn't it be impossible because of this, and then they immediately edited it, and you know what I did after that? I deleted my fucking comment, so we could go think the way it was supposed to be sold if you don't have some dickhead thing sitting on there. You know, if you're going to correct somebody real quick on a comment, sure, but once they're on your same page, don't make them look bad. You know, and, and, and don't word it to where it makes them look that either. If we can a- approach everyone in an aspect where they still feel comfortable and you're not just pissing everybody off, because once they're pissed off, they'll do whatever the hell they want to just to spite you. But, it, you know, if we can do it in a fashion where as long as it's not a repeat offender, then it's done with some class, I think we'll get a lot further, and that's not happening enough right now.
1: That's a good point.
5: Yeah. I've really backed away from most of it, honestly. I've kind of just stepped back. Haven't uh, until recently. I've been posting my jungles more, but I kind of just stepped back. Life got busy anyway. You know, I got married, bought a house, and started working a lot more and stuff. So I, I, I kind of just backed off the whole online thing because it was just getting that bad. Like, right? I mean, I, I you know, I could try to like comment on stuff, but there was so much. Usually, there's either comments that are Disagreeing with your opinion, or you know, other things where you're like, Well, fuck it, why I'm even commenting anymore? You know, you guys are going and saying the complete opposite, you know, of what I'm saying, so why even bother anymore?
4: Oh, or it hold becomes, on. Or it becomes
5: like, a shit ton of drama, right?
4: yeah. Yeah, well, I, think we, I think we should spend a minute on that one right there, actually. Um, I, I damn it. <laughs> I want to see this go to, like, 11 and 15, but at the same time, I don't want to be involved in, like, you know, uh, starting World War Three and this whole shit. But I
2: think <laughs> Do it. Do it. Fuck.
4: You know what? I guess it's too late. Um, yeah. I just, you know, I think at the at, as we're getting into this, here's where it comes into. There's this, like, weird gray area. So, we've been talking about policing our own. And we've been talking about, um, accurate representation. And then we've been talking about humility and just being completely straight up with things. Um, one of the things recently that's come up is, and I'm, I'm like trying to like not be explicit about it, but at the same time, you know, if you've been online once in the last week, you know what the hell is going on. But, uh, uh, You know, if there's a project that's going on and it's an exclusive number of people involved in it and certain people are asking X for, you know, certain things and then there's... All right, hold on. You know, maybe, it. it's, the
2: exa-
4: it's the ex, it's uh, the head exanic head granite, so the double head. Yeah. Yeah, uh, it It's going option right now. What are you saying? Yeah, so getting specific about it isn't relevant because the it's the the point around it is when there's a limited number of people involved in a certain project, and somebody's asking X for it and you go like a fraction of it. I mean, everybody's worried about crashing the market. Let's be real, right? We're, right? I'm done beating around the bush. Everybody's worried about crashing the market, yet jungles and uh, certain like high-caliber animals that there is documented lineage, bread lie, all of that, they're still fetching high prices, okay? So, when you maintain that integrity about it, the price is still there, and any drama can be you know, naysayed pretty quickly because it's substantiated. But when something that's new and you start throwing morphs into it and all of a sudden it just starts getting like dropped down to a you know, a pretty low level that's dramatically different from what it was before and some people think it was rushed and some people don't and you know when you start going that route with it at what point is it detrimental to everything at what point is it justified um, you know who's to say because all of us here will sit here and say, you're allowed to sell whatever animal you want and price it for the price you want. And, you know, if that's what you really think it's worth, that's what it's worth. Because any time we get those posts about like, oh, what's this worth? It's like, well, it's worth what, you, you know, somebody's willing to pay for it. And that's 100% the bottom line. Yeah. But if it's something new and then there's all these morphs involved and it's new or it's not, or it's male or it's, female or it's head or it's not or the mode of inheritance is questioned and all of a sudden there's a shit ton of variables involved and all of a sudden it's really speculative you know we're probably all guilty at looking at something and noticing the trends going downwards from the inception of a new project uh into the future till the the point where it's you know a couple hundred bucks at what point are we allowed to be upset with that and at what point is it just the natural cycle of things and how is that dictated? Like, you know, if somebody's selling a project or animals from a project at, you know, a thousand bucks and it's, you know, being sold by somebody else at a fraction of that, at what point is that wrong or is it not? You know, I'm genuinely asking in the middle of the fence because I don't know what's right or wrong. And to me, I can see both sides of the coin, although, you know, my opinion might sway one side to the other. To somebody who's new that's coming in there, you know, what's going to convince me to spend four times the amount at one avenue versus, you know, a fraction of that going this way?
1: I can comment on this specifically. It's not this, um, but this is my experience. Um, in 2012 me and Jason Balin were the only ones and um, I'm sorry me, Jason Balin and Kerry King were the only guys that produced Zebra Jags so we all talked to each other, we all said hey, what do you think the price should be? Okay, so we decided that we were going to put it at $2,000 somebody else decided that they were going to put it at fifteen hundred bucks now it's not Mm -hmm. to say because we didn't sell them at two thousand bucks but again going back and going to the other guys and saying hey did you move them no i didn't move them did you get any interest no i didn't get any interest all right maybe we priced it too high let's lower it so you lower it a little bit you know what i mean but i think the problem is when it comes to that is is that you don't have to necessarily uh you can sell your snakes for whatever you want, but don't go agreeing on a, don't go and agree on a price and then drop it, you know, because it's not selling or you want to have the advantage to me. That's, that's just wrong. You don't tell somebody to their face. Yeah, I'm going to sell it for $2,000 and then turn around and sell it for 1500. Yeah. So you can be the one that sells it first. And that just well, comes down to greed. And that's what it's, that's the problem is that, it's it's yes. These animals are all going to depreciate, and you know it's it's basically a what a pyramid scheme if you look at it. I mean, if you want to be into the project first, you're going to pay to be that person, and that's it. Whether it's you know whatever it is, you know it doesn't matter. What does if it can be? I mean, look at boland's pythons. You're telling me that if boland's pythons, I think that if they weren't as expensive as they were, they probably would be bred more because. The problem is, is that somebody that could breed them can't breed them because they can't afford to buy them. You see what I mean? So there's somebody out there in the world somewhere that has the intelligence, the patience, and the passion to breed that species, but they can't because they can't afford it. And that you know, and at some point, hopefully, when you know Bowen's pythons are more readily available, then maybe that will be. It's the same thing with scrubs. It's the same thing with all these species that. Um, you know, uh, are harder to breed. And that was m- always my problem with the rare reptile group of people is that they're criticizing somebody for, um, for breeding a color and a pattern. But at the same time, they're breeding something that is worth more because it's rarer. So really it comes back to the same thing over and over and over again. It comes back to money. Now with the morphs, you just realize that, okay, well, it's going to depreciate. And it's not going to be worth $5,000 that you paid in five years from now. But no. why race to the bottom? Why race to the bottom? There should be a way that everybody can say, okay, we're going to put it at this price, and this is the price we're going to go with. You know, And everybody that's involved with that project or that wants to be involved with that project and wants to be you know, a part of the community, to me, that's family and community, and that's how you – that's to me the right way that you're supposed to do it
0: and that's the public price i mean obviously you have prices behind closed doors with with people who bought multiple animals and customers and that's totally fine you know it's just like at shows i will match jason Balin on everything that i have that is that he has on the table and also match eric kohler same way because i don't want to do this you got a better price and you got a better price but if there's somebody who comes over and has bought multiple carpet pythons from me, I'm going to give them a deal. You know, it, it, it kind of takes the pinging back and forth and seeing what can you do for me and how will you drop your price to that guy, bullshit out of it. And I like that better. You know, and obviously, I, I, you know, I people who come over to me and talk to me for hours, go over and buy a snake from Balin or Kohler. It happens all the time, and it happens vice versa. I don't care. This is not my sole source of income, like a lot of us. So it's not really like I need to sell these animals. And if I don't sell them, I pack them up, and they come with me to the next show. So they all eventually leave. So there's really no rush. I'm not ready to slash prices beyond what anybody's done. I've actually kept my prices higher than most people and let my animals kind of grow up into the price. So it's at 400 bucks. You want 400 bucks? You're gonna pay me 400 bucks. You can have the animal. Eventually, after a year, it's a little bit bigger of animal, and some people are a little bit more willing to pay that money for it.
1: Yeah, citrus Head albino is a project that I'm sitting on. Basically, the whole clutch. Actually, yeah. it's three clutches. Three clutches I have that I've held on to because I I put them at this price. They didn't sell. Okay, well I'm not lowering the price. <laughs> you know i I'm, I'm not. I don't even know what the result of that project is going to be yet. I, I, I know in my head what it, what I hope that it's going to be, you know. I think Owen, you have one, and Chris Salemi has one, and that's it. I'm not in a rush to sell it. I'm not going to drop yeah. it because, you know, I remember talking to you at Tinley about it. It's like, okay, well, these ain't selling.
0: Yeah, I know, right? If these ain't selling. got to do something, yeah.
1: No. I'm gonna leave it at the price that it is. If
0: you don't uh, want it, right. I'm, I'm putting,
4: I'm writing a label for a jar right now that
1: says Citrus Tiger.
4: <laughs>
2: <laughs>
4: a jar. Yeah, it, uh, no, 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 dude. I've been running jars for a long time. Citrus Tiger and I want Okay, guess what? It's on a jar.
5: Eric. There you go. No, Yo, while it's on, hey, while it's in my mind, Eric speaking of jars, carpet fest. You know what I mean? I think.
2: Oh yeah, I know what you mean.
1: Oh, yeah. Same thing as, same thing as last time, please. Uh, oh come on, man! Of course, I have a new one sir. though. Actually, I have a new one that I'm going to bring out. I don't know how whoa, well whoa, whoa. What
2: What's
4: going on here? There's some collusion here.
5: Come yeah. to Northeast Carpet Fest, you'll see. Yeah. So <laughs> it's, 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 Are maybe uh, coming you to the know. West
3: Coast Carpet Fest?
5: Northeast. No. Uh, Come Dude, on, how? how many of you guys I make it to the wait, West Coast carpet you... fast? Come on.
1: I'll... I to. I
5: can't. I'm, u- I'm using it on my vacation in two weeks. I can't.
0: Bill. Yeah, you're Bill going
4: makes... to Costa. you should save it. That's worth
5: it.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I know. You have to get the North for, for NPR moonshine. So. Oh, yeah. I can't say it on the- Can't say that publicly. I mean, what? <laughs> We've said it before. Shut up, Scott.
1: I no have idea. a. Uh, <laughs> I have a pumpkin version of it.
4: Oh no, I'm an apple pie
1: I
5: don't know if I'd like the pumpkin. I'll try not it not
1: though. No, no. Oh, I've never tried pies.
4: it. I thought we were on snakes here.
1: Yeah, now we're on pie. <laughs> we were we were talking yeah, about yeah. drinking earlier. It's the same show.
4: Pie and snake yeah. and, and yeah. booze apparently. All right. Yeah. Citrus well. tiger head albino. Jar jar is in the lineup. Nice. It's there um, right next to uh, cages and more racks because that's a never-ending project, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah.
5: <laughs> that's a good idea. I should do that, make a jar for certain things. but
4: Yeah. That's so a <laughs> one for my indecision as well. <laughs> yeah.
2: Uh,
1: you know, it's in- but, interesting
5: uh, that you talk about the, the pricing, Eric, and I think I think part of the problem is you're doing the right thing. I mean how many like you said, how many people actually have that project? Three? Have any animals from that project?
0: Three, yeah.
5: Really? And yeah, uh,
0: one, so one of them has the and I have to put up with them on a weekly basis to earn mine, okay? So
1: <laughs> Yeah.
0: <you> know, <laughs> Jesus Christ. But so
5: so you pretty much control that that situation. The problem comes in with with the morphs and the pricing and all that is when you have so many people that have it that you're never going to be able to control the price ever. Yeah. Someone's going to oh. always low ball. Someone's going to always go high. And then I think to speak to the rare reptile thing, sometimes I like seeing a higher price on certain things because sometimes that keeps, depending on the species, that keeps it out of the wrong hands. Because some, I, species, I, some yeah. species are – are either going to be stopped being imported at some point or are really, really, really rare where it's it's actually an issue where a higher price keeps it out of the hands that are going to fucking kill it. You know? Yeah,
1: but come on, man. You can't tell me that those people that were on the Rare Reptile Report looking at a freaking uh, skink that looks like a uh, freaking twig or a leaf. Like, you can't tell me that they were like, oh, this is the most awesome gecko ever. I mean, I don't know. It's To me, that's about the idea of what it is, which is no different than the idea of what a morph is. It's, it's so rare. Different. I want to be the guy that has that. You know it's what I mean? It's important
2: because it's rare,
1: yeah. Right. I want to be the guy. I would it's called the, the guy. Harris. Well, they have a Harris. Does anyone
4: have a Harris to interview you guys? That's what yeah, I want I got him.
1: for that reason. You know, nobody's bred
0: them. I mean, I, I need... You have some? But that's something you? else. Yeah. You're seeking... You, you're, you're trying to get them established. You're trying to breed something that doesn't breed. We're talking, like, a lot of these guys with the rarity stuff, they'll have one just to be like, look how incredible it is in my collection. It's like, well, what are you doing with it? Nothing. It's just a pet. But these are see, how awesome my pets it. are. So I don't see... It. Well...
5: Uh, that's a lie i see some of that but i also see a, i see i see a lot of the other side that's actually good where these guys are put fucking hard work into it that's good and you're right that, you that, know, we're talking about two
1: different types of people we're, ta- wow. we're talking about two different types of people here i'm talking about the community that was known as the rare reptile elitist is what i would call them you know it's right. like i only like this because it's rare if it wasn't rare it then i don't give a shit you know what I mean? Yeah. And it's like, yeah, but didn't you like that species before it was – when it was rare? Well, it's not rare anymore, you know, so uh, can't be deal with that. I've, I've seen it. <laughs> I've seen yeah. it firsthand when Zach was trying to sell uh, blue-tongued skinks. They're like, right. oh, that species isn't rare. What do you mean? Like We all
5: have that in us, though. We all have that elitist to a point That's about the, something in the hobby. Sure.
1: Right. Sure. Sure, I'm with it. I do it, know, what again,
5: I, I know what you're saying. I know what you're saying. My and, hypocritical And I'm kinda gu- I, I was actually guilty of this a lot in my younger days in the hobby because I was like, man, I don't want anything that somebody doesn't have. Like, I started, I got a ball python. I got a red tail. I know. Unique, right? And then I got my first carpet. And then I was like, man, I want something fucking nobody else has. And that's when I got a white-lip python that was seven-foot, wild-caught, and only eight birds and was evil as a fucking, oh, my God. That was stupid. And, uh, <laughs> you have no idea. And from that point on, though, I I liked having stuff that you know nobody else had. And sure, I was a little bit elitist about it. Like if someone had this, fuck, I don't really want it if, if it's that common. But now I see the beauty in both. I like certain. Like I we still have a few ball pythons. My wife breeds gargoyle geckos. We have crested geckos, common shit that's just fun to play around with. And then I got the white lips, the savus, the, the scrubs and shit. So. Both sides can be fun, but I, I see what you're saying. I, I see read what, it. where you're coming from.
0: Read it and um, I think, read it, Scott. I think, read it, read it, read it. Yeah, all those. I think
1: um, I think of a guy like Keith McPe- Keith McPeak, right? Right. He's like super passionate about his Boland's pythons, right? And he might, I think he might be on his way to produce them this season, which is yeah. awesome. Anyway, my point with him is that he doesn't go around and bash other people because of what they like. He just likes what he likes and it happens to be something that's rare. So I think that the community reptile community in general should stop going around and, and bashing other people because at the end of the day, it's just like you just said, Scott, we all have that elitist thing in us to a certain extent. We like what we like and we think it's the best thing and there's nothing better, but don't go and bash somebody. I mean, me and Dave Kelly had a had – a, uh, we had a debate for hours because he was bashing people that kept ball pythons. There's people out there that are actually passionate about that species. So don't bash people that like ball pythons because that's just what, hap- what they happen to like. That, Who are those me, people? That, <laughs> 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 but you, you know what I'm saying? Like That's kind of my point.
2: I, no,
5: I I agree. The problem is human nature is human nature, and I think there's there's sure. something to be said for both sides of the argument. Unfortunately, because I sit here and I think to myself, you know, as you're saying that, I'm like, oh shit, I I see where he's coming from, and then you know, you look at the other side, and I'm like, well, I, I always looked at it as I don't hate morphs, and I don't hate ball pythons. I hate a lot of what that community over there has the people become. <laughs> the people and what they represent and what they have done to herpticulture because I appreciate a lot of other stuff. And uh, I think, I think of along the lines of Savu. Savus were just getting popularity in what, like the early nineties, something like that. When the morph craze began, the morph craze hit, Savu's almost disappeared until what, a few years ago, we finally got them built back up and people mm-hmm. are getting excited about them again. But it, it the the morph craze and the money craze did a lot of damage to the guys who actually did a lot of work in herpiculture to fucking keep shit that's rare or, or uncommon or, you know, may disappear from the hobby. You know, some cool ass fucking skink might disappear from the hobby tomorrow because nobody gives a damn because there's no mm-hmm. morph. There's nothing special about it. You know, people will never know how cool it could be. in you know, a nice naturalistic setup in your living room because nobody gave a shit.
0: Yeah.
1: That's, yeah, that's true. I, I, I agree with that. You know, ring pythons were almost disappeared. Yeah, almost the, gone.
0: Well, that's the thing is they were, and you can see that in price, rings and savus and stuff at their certain point were like 45 bucks a pop, 50 bucks a pop, something like that. Then they disappeared. They became rare and sought after. And then the price jacked way up to like over a grand. And now we're at that yeah. point where they're starting to be produced more regularly and then drop it down lower and lower and lower. So it's like it, it's kind of fluctuating, and those morph crazes do have devastating effects on the wild-type ones. I mean, if I breed my water pythons, I bet you I can count on one hand the people that will actually give a damn. So, you know, that's that's it. So.
2: <laughs> hmm.
1: I don't know. I have some All thoughts market, on that.
4: But our markets fluctuate up and down. Regardless.
1: Sure. Yeah, I mean, doesn't that depend on who's producing what? I mean, if you have a whole bunch yep. of people producing, I don't know, zebras, well, obviously, they're not going to be as, in de- you know, like, you know, the, the the buyer now has a huge selection to choose from, you know. Yeah, and, so and at the end of the, the end day, end, that's where it costs
4: speculation.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's where the customer service part of it sets you apart. You know how yep. you phrase your ads, yep. how you come across online. If you come across online like an asshole all the time, you think people are going to come want to buy from you. So you no, should be you're careful an asshole. about. <laughs> you should be careful about you know what debates or you get involved with because yeah, you know you could put yourself out there and people are like, man, this dude's a dick.
0: You know? Yeah, and that's what a lot of people don't seem to understand is that once something's out there, it's out there forever. So if you go off the handle and lose your freaking mind on somebody online, all someone has to do is screenshot that or take a picture of it, or if you stumble or, some, or make something up, it's out there, it's gone. You'll never get it back, and then it, it, it can come back to haunt you years later.
5: Let me tell you something, though, man. Some of them dicks are the fucking... Best brains of what they keep.
0: Mm, that is true.
5: Because I've told people this. There's people, and I'm not going to mention which community or which animals. And like, God, this fucking guy's a dick. And I'm like, yeah, but did, you have to fucking respect him as far as what he's done and and his uh, knowledge base. And if you, I, I've told people this with with things recently. I said, if you shut your mind because you fucking hate him as a person right now, you're going to lose out on being able to learn. You don't have to like the fucking guy. <laughs> but at least listen when he talks about what he you know, whatever the species is, because you're you're gonna fucking learn some shit. And that might be the difference between you having success with it and not.
0: I will name drop Andrew Llewellyn albigularis um monitors. He's a dick to a lot of people. He's one of my best friends because probably the dick to a lot of people. But um it's he will straight out tell somebody that they're wrong, stupid, and they're killing the animal to their face. And that comes from watching people buy animals, monitors and stuff that he knows how to correctly care for, watching them take it home and shove it in like a 20 gallon long tank on carpeting with like a tiny little heat lamp above it, because that's what the thing at PetSmart said and watching it all die. But he's probably one of the best minds when it comes to those monitors and those animals. And it's like if these people would just stop, whining and complaining about how he delivers the message and kind of listen to it, they'd have success when it comes to their animals. And none of what he tells you to do is cheap, easy, or fun. You know, and I, and I, I should know, I'm raising a bunch of monitor babies for him. And they're all set up like crazy and it's, uh, it's insanity. But it, it, they're they're happy, fat, and active. So whatever.
1: <laughs> here's my only Here's my only problem with that with that type yeah. of thinking is that if this guy has been doing it, that somehow he's the end all be all. What about the new people that are coming in that, you know, maybe they do have a background in keeping animals or, you know, they're new to a specific species, but, you know, they have, again, I bring up Keith McPeak. Yeah. I mean, the work he's done with bloods, he's bred jungles, he's bred numerous types of pythons. He's new to Bolin's. You know. Yeah. But that that doesn't that doesn't take away his knowledge of another no. species. So no, we're not saying
5: that. The we're problem not is that. that
1: Yeah, but the problem is is that a guy like that will come into a community, right, and they'll say about their experiences and then those guys that are the experts sometimes they don't have the open mind. Right. Like they're not willing to listen to somebody else. Because they've been doing it for X amount of years. And I think that's the problem on why we don't push forward in hope to hurt the culture. Because, for instance, does anybody know why, um, you know, uh, carpets have slugs? Uh, you know, the year before, I had uh, two girls that were egg-bound. Uh, Owen, you had one that happened this year. You had one the yeah. year before. Yeah. So I'm just supposed to accept that that's how it is. No, no, there's a reason why that happens. Sometimes it happens just you know i a granted, sometimes things just happen, and you know maybe that female was screwed up from birth, and you would never know that um but could it be on the food that they're eating? could it be uh you know there's various things are are we keeping them too hot too cool? you know I was talking to I'm gonna throw a name out there from uh an old. You know, Scott, you might remember this, Jake Milbrat, right? He He tells me that the reason that he got out of carpets was because, and nobody wants to talk about this issue, is that carpets die way too young. So they die eight years old, they're dead. And nobody wants to talk about that. They just accept it as that's what it is. And he says that he thinks that's because people want to keep it this way and they don't want to push out of the box, and it is what it is. Uh, they, they don't want to try to say, like, you, I mean, you remember when Terry Phillip came along and he's saying, this is how you should keep it, blah, blah, blah. And everyone Everybody lost their mind. They're like, yeah. oh, my God, you're out of your friggin' mind. You know, it, I don't know. That's my only problem when it comes that type of thinking is that those guys are that sometimes –
5: That was one of my favorite arguments minutes. to watch was him and Nick Martin argument was one of my – Favorite ones to watch, <laughs>
0: and and but those were two people who you should like, and I watched the hell out of that. And, and like, you
5: know, you know, you know the one I'm talking about. We exactly. watched shit out of that. But it oh, wasn't yeah. like oh yeah,
0: it wasn't like the third comment down. I'm like, I don't know. I keep mine this way. Who fucking cares, Owen? It's like this is what, like, you know, that's you don't interject in that kind of stuff. You watch and you learn, and then you do. I mean, that's just how I do it. Dude, the best thing I was think that it was, was
5: not even, there was not even a big difference I, I in the argument.
0: It, yeah, no,
4: <laughs> I think it was uh, in Python, uh dot com. Nick Mutton and Anthony Caponetto. Oh, those,
0: those were legendary. Those were absolutely
4: man. Legendary. Those in, yeah, I remember being
1: like nine. I was like
4: nineteen, twenty, you know, and mm. me, that was just watching
0: that like, wow, this is crazy. I love carpet pipe punch, you
2: know. Oh yeah, <laughs> there were some
0: fights. There yeah. were some fights.
4: So
5: Eric's but, not wrong though. What he's, I, I know what you're saying because I saw one with that with a with a monitor thing recently,
4: where uh, some
5: fucking real old school big name did that shit and uh it was just completely nope i'm not i'm not even going to accept your success or anything else this is i've been doing it forever you're a nobody and it was like jesus man like you you got a lot of people who are well respected in that community now telling you something like you might want to at least listen yeah, you don't have to change your ways but at least listen you know don't don't mm-hmm. be like nope I, i'm right because i've been doing this for 100 years but yeah, yeah. Yeah. Monitor, monitors are a different a different ball game, man. You think so you think the carpet python arguments or something, man. Fuck that. Mon- monitor world.
0: <laughs> those oh yeah. Are passion. Oh, those guys God. are at 15.
5: Those guys are at 15 on the passion meter 24/7 with some of that shit. And,
0: and really? they're passionate about like this one particular species of monitor that is only found in this particular place. And if you go, like, one country over, no, no, forget those things. They're stupid. So, you know, that's that's how that goes. It's funny <laughs> as hell to watch. But, you know, we, we get newbies in our community, and nothing bad really happens. They get newbies in their community, and they go buy, like, a crocodile monitor, and that's yeah. not good at all. So, totally Yeah, we're kind of lucky. <laughs> Carpets are fucking easy. You put them in a cardboard yeah. box,
5: you throw a fucking light on them, and, and they live for a while. And it's funny Eric said about them dying early cuz you might see that I I almost I don't know. I don't know what the reason is. I mean, I have two jungles upstairs that are let's see, uh, 4 thir- 13 14 years old now
2: yeah. and they're uh, mm-hmm. still
5: doing fine. So, I mean, I didn't even know that was an issue uh just because I keep my own either. shit and I I I, 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 I know don't. I know some of the older guys, you know, guys have been doing it for a while with older animals. So, people yeah. are I almost wonder if people are having them
0: die earlier are they trying to feed them faster to breed them faster or what's the issue I don't know. are hope. we keeping them too hot or whatever I mean it's I've seen it where I've had some animals go at like 8 or 9 or something like that but then I have like my animals that are in the teens so it's like yeah. I see something to it but then I have animals that I've kept the exact same way that lived one cage over that ha- are like I think Talon is my oldest, and he's going to be like twelve or something, thirteen this year. So it's like I don't really, I don't know. So it it can kind of go either so, way. Some of it has to be statistical variation. I mean, well, I mean, know, yeah, the more animals you a keep, big collection, you know,
5: yeah, the more animals you keep, the more chance, or especially if you're breeding, you know, the more chance yeah. for illness or things to go wrong.
0: If sure. we all crammed ourselves into one room and stayed there. And one of us got sick, it's going to spread around the freaking room. Duh. You know, yeah. that's why they tell you not to come into work sick. It's, so that's obviously going to be happening. And obviously with breeding, she can go wrong at the drop of a hat. So, yeah. you know,
1: there's that too. Well, it's stress on the animal. I mean, it however is. you want to look at it, it's stressful for that animal.
0: So Yeah, everything is stressful. Moving is stressful. You know, I had a bunch of animals get sick when I moved. Uh, breeding is stressful. Taking it to a show is somewhat stressful. Um, Mites can be very stressful. There's a lot of shit that can be stressful. And once they're stressed, their immune system is compromised and they can get sick. So that's just how it
1: is. Yeah. I don't know. I've never experienced that, but I've heard that and I've heard it from other people as well. And, you know, you know, Jake was saying that basically the, the reason that nobody talks about it is because it's going to hurt the, hurt the market. But, Right. You know, I think guys like Nick, Gary, Vale, who has diamond pythons that are twenty plus years old. Uh, yeah. You know, <laughs> I I don't know. I don't. I, not my personal well, experience, but.
0: Well, yeah. I mean, but and also we have the certain animals that are going to be just live longer than the other ones. I mean, that just happens. I mean, uh, sure. Yeah, it, it just it it's totally you know weird like that where i have um i'm sorry trinity's older than Talon. um i i have one that's 14 right now so and it, it she outlived her son who i had for a number of years who just happened to just one day get sick and couldn't kick it and passed. so that happens so right you kind of gotta give just you- take it in stride
1: I'll give you another example. We got a show coming up in, uh, in April where we're going to talk about Chondro Nutrition, and it's a, it's a roundtable type of thing. But um, Harlan Wall, I don't know if you've ever talked to that guy, but holy shit. We had him on That the show. guy, well, I'm just, I mean, talking to him one-on-one. Other people. All, right. all right. But, all right. like, you know, talking to him, <laughs> his feelings on, like, you know, why Chondro's prolapse and all this stuff is just comes down to nutrition. So, like, why is it, why are we in such this box that it's like, oh, well, you know, snakes don't need that, so we don't have to give it to them. Yeah, I mean, they don't need it, but is it going to make them be, have an optimal life? You yeah, know, it's be all better. about, right. And we don't do anything, I feel, as a community to try to push that forward. It's just like, okay, we're fine with rats. Well, what about a supplement? You don't have to supplement uh, snakes. That's bullshit. That's only for lizards. Oh, wait. Every other species have very specific diets and now all of a sudden... You know what I mean? Very yeah. diet. Nobody wants to talk about that because it's just its just, just easy of to curiosity. feed a rat every week. Yeah,
4: Just, just out of curiosity, have you, you guys tried reptilinks?
0: Uh, it's no. funny you say what that. What do you think about reptilinks? I we're trying to get that guy on. One.
1: He's coming on right. on that show. Oh, my God! There we go. <laughs>
0: Aren't we good? Um, we...
1: I've not I, tried I haven't bought I've it tempted. yet, but I've thought
0: about it. Yeah. Yeah, I've been super tempted. Uh, but I've done it. My Timor went off food, and I was going to possibly get reptilinks, but then she took two live mice, so we're going to just deal with it that way. So, um, but that was an option, and I like it being an option, especially because they're starting to do other stuff and make reptilinks out of, like, frogs and stuff. I'm like, Hey, Dominican boas. So, you know, there's options now and I like that. So it's all good.
5: I'm too old school, man. I'm too, I'm too, uh, I don't know, set in certain ways. I I use the same betting I've used for fucking 15 plus years. And I don't know, I can't bring myself to defeat him that. I think he's done a good job with it though. I think he's done his research. He's put, like you said, it gives you options and he's putting different stuff in it. So I think if I had this if I start working with something like you said, Dominican boas or something random that it's being a pain to get to feed, I think that's certainly a good thing yeah. to try. Scott, I will give I you mean, Dominican boas. <laughs> I don't do boas, man. I, dude, I've done. Scott, boas twice. I will give
0: you. Fifteen Scott, years I ago, and Dominican boas.
5: And I, had an Is, I had an Isabel for a while. Saying, uh, 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 what you call it? Salmon Island boa, and for a little while, I just they don't do it for me, man. I'm a I'm a python guy as far as it comes to snakes.
1: Right. <laughs> I just can't do it. Weird. Isn't like, isn't that strange that you're in that camp or that camp? Isn't that weird how like you're either is. like a boa guy or a python guy? It's like dude, I tried it because I figured I was like Salmon Island,
5: Isabel Island. It's rare as fuck. And I said, yeah, maybe I'll like it. Eh, it was okay, but it was a pain ass to get to eat, and I did get to eat, but I don't know. I just. I don't get excited
0: by boas uh, right. as
5: much as I do pythons.
0: Eric, are we going to get, like, totally axed in, like, the next, like, four seconds? Yep.
1: <laughs> nice. <laughs> I didn't even realize what time it is. Good job. Why
0: am I keeping track of the clock? I mean, jeez. You are
1: the co-host, you know.
0: <laughs> Allegedly. This so, was so, fun. It was fun. <laughs> um,
4: well, yeah, thanks for having me all on, guys. I appreciate yeah.
0: it. Thank yeah, you, Riley, Brandon, Scott, for coming on, and uh, we'll definitely have some more uh, round tables because these are fun. <laughs> Cheers to you guys. <laughs> <laughs>
1: alright All right.
2: We're going to get cut off in –